Today is May 10th. This is episode 18 of Talk Story. Uh, pretty exciting that we've done it this long. Pretty exciting episodes. that we've uh, learned some stuff doing it. 18 weeks. It's yeah, crazy. Wow. When we started this, 18 weeks in a row. That's I nuts. I, I was like, do we have 52 contents for the year? I mean, to talk about nothing you're thinking about, you're like, I mean, there's plenty of things to talk about. I can talk about just about anything. Yeah. And I just can't believe that we've stuck with it. That's, yes. That's the hardest thing. Or Usually, that, it's like easy enough to come up with the idea, right. but actually to implement it and execute it day after day, right. week after week. Right. And some weeks have been harder than others. Right. Some weeks easier than others. But right. here we are, May 10th, 10th episode 18, <laughs> rolling right into it. Uh, South Beach at First Shop. I'm Brad Wells from Thank You Surfing. We've got Christian from First Surf Shop, Division Winwood, and special guest today, Marley Puglielli from South Beach, Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Morley. Thank you. Uh, stoked to have you here. Uh, we got a lot of interesting things to talk to you about. Um, I mean, we've been talking here. for the last Yeah, I feel like we've already minutes. talked we about a lot here. of interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> living here, growing up here, and then being in Puerto Rico, and then traveling around, being a pro, all these other things. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good one, I think. We're going to jump into it. We're going to go ahead and move forward. We're going to start off with uh, weekly haps. Weekly haps. Uh, coming into the summer. Yeah, summertime kind it's of. Like we have to almost create the weekly haps. Yeah, because uh, you know everything slows down a little bit around here. It does. It does seem to slow around in the surf world. What do we got going on? It is May. We are in the middle of May. Oh, we got um, hands across the, the sand, sand with Surf Rider Miami. That so that's is coming on up. the twenty yeah. something. What's that? It's like two. So every year, what they do is it's. Um, Brad, you might be able to kind of explain this Go a for it. More. You jumped right in. <laughs> I'm now liable for this. <laughs> uh, every year, they, they pretty much grab everyone together to post up at the beach, oh. kind of go ahead and bring awareness to the, the fact that we have these beautiful beaches nonetheless, oh. and you know what it takes to be able to go ahead and keep it clean and do what we have to, whether it's in the ocean or on the beach. Um, and it's really just, they literally pull people together for about an hour or so, uh -huh. a couple hours at the most, to kind of literally line up on the beach from literally the jetty to as far as they can get. Everyone just stands there and holds hands Starts on the fifth. shoreland. Starts wow. at 5th Street. Oh, is it 5th? Sorry. Yeah. Starts at 5th, but they have gone as far down as the jetty and as far north as like 10th Street. Wow, that's um, sick. Yeah. And so it's like this whole thing of just everybody coming out and saying like, we believe in the beach. This is our spot and don't let things mess it up. The largest one I think was right after the BP oil spill. I remember that was oh, part of that one. That was pretty incredible. That one I think we got up to like 15th street and stuff was, like that from the jetty. Wow. Yeah, there was it like was, helicopter shots of the whole thing. Right. It's, that would it's be actually, beautiful to see. Yeah. It's pretty impactful sure. to see like how many people uh, can come together for something like that and actually just line up. Or even for just, like you said, it doesn't take long. No. You're like just standing there like holding hands yeah. for like two <laughs> and seconds. And you're meeting people that you may not have known before. Yeah. And, and then what you, find, what you do is you realize that, well damn, all of us are really that concerned yeah. Yeah. and that really like we, we enjoy the beach, we go to the beach, we use the beach, you know, we got to do whatever we can to support it and, right. and support those that are helping cleaning it and doing those things right. so that we can continue to use it. You know, so definitely check out Surfrider Miami for that. And I think they do it um, nationally, if not globally. So you can check out any of your surf riders. I know we got fans up in Orlando area, Jacksonville, and actually all over the world at this point, which yeah. is kind of nuts. Uh, that's a different topic altogether. Uh, Pass out. Uh, fun stuff to do. You could just swing by first surf shop, hang out with me. I'm handing out free high fives all week. Yep. Well, those are always good to get. It's a personal <laughs> therapist over here. Yeah. Come step, here. You step got my right camera over here. 
Sit Tell him all up. your problems. I'm sure he'll help you. We'll crack open some soda pop. Any <laughs> therapy juice that is necessary. And we'll talk about things. You know, let's get casual. Let's enjoy this. I think uh, summertime's back we're coming into now is kind of a nice time for locals, even though it's no waves really. Right. Because things kind of tend to thin out a little bit. You can actually come down and find parking. Uh, yeah, until swim week. Yeah, until swim week, <laughs> which is another fun thing to see around uh, in Not South mad at Beach. That. When's yeah. that? Around July? July. Yeah, that's in July. July. Yeah. Um, I'll make sure I gotta be back, be back for that one. I'll be back for that one for sure. <laughs> yeah, so there is these like it's kind of uh, summertime becomes like almost the time. Dude, I, I think it becomes communal. Like all of a sudden the community kind of in, in, interacts with each yeah, other. Yeah. There's like more barbecues at certain people's well, places. Well, it's just easier to see each that. other between all the tourists. Right. You're like, wait, oh, I have neighbors. I just couldn't see you because there's like. 10,000 people from Canada right. here between Scooter, us. And Scooter's just cruising through. And <laughs> yeah, beep, beep, like, beep, 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 beep. Oh, wait, I do have neighbors. So that's cool. Um, what else is coming up? Mother's Day is coming up. Father's Day is coming up. When is Father's Day? Uh, in June. June. First, first weekend in June or something? Okay, or sometime in, no, third weekend in June. We got Mother's Day this Sunday. Yeah. Yep. We got Memorial Day coming up at the end of this Oh, let's not forget year. about Memorial Day. Well, but Crip. <laughs> Second year that they will be doing the Air and Sea show. It was awesome out of here. last year. Uh, last year was, uh, was epic. And so there'll be, I, I thought, I didn't think they were going to do it again. And I saw, I heard on the, uh, on the radio. Uh, no. Yeah. Super actually cool to come see yeah. that. I no, was, dude, everybody kids out. Like all of a sudden last year, like the fighter pilots are doing whatever. I'm running outside and I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. Yeah. It was way cooler than I anticipated. Yeah. And, and it helps because if anybody's lived here for long enough, they know that Memorial Day weekend yeah, gets, gets a little, gets a little hectic. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's and, a whole different scene now. Has it, it mellowed is. out at all or is it still? It has. It's, 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 mellow, there, there it's mellowed out over the last four years where every year and, and, and the city has, 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 has you know, Take done care. a lot of proactive Things yeah, in regards to whether it was yeah. hotels charging more for their <laughs> for the rates. Yeah. Unfortunately, all that would do is make somebody say, "Hey, instead of going. four people, well, <laughs> instead of four people being in a room, there was ten. Yeah, <laughs> you okay. know, well, there's always and, ways around that, right? And, and yeah. so there's challenges, right? But you know, it's um, it, it's nice to see that the city is uh, doing what it should be doing for Memorial Day, which yeah, yeah. is honoring. The yeah. service members that we've had that, that give so much to our country and do everything that they can. That's where it should idea. be at. That's yeah. where that's where it's at. It's not about partying, partying all and, the time yeah. and like, woo, woo, thank you for the weekend, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the epic drinks, you yeah. know, or the hangover. But, it, you know. It's, yeah, no, it's a good way to do it because it is very entertaining at the same time. Dude, who doesn't get stoked on I like mean, big fighter pilot planes just cruising by and boats doing their thing? Like, dude, it's impressive. I don't care who you are. It's impressive. There was, actually, let's go right into the report and forecast because this is coming to the forecast. Is it going to be swells while we're doing it? Sweet. During the Air and Sea Show last year, when one of the bombers came through, it came and, like, did some supersonic thing and created this sort of, like, pulse. Shut the front door. I swear to you. I swear to you, it was completely dead flat, and I'm watching the ocean, and this one little ground swell came through when that plane came through. So I'm, I'm not saying there's going to be waves, but I'm just saying if you were sitting in the ocean on a longboard while that, I mean, it, it was actually kind of rideable. I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm going to stretch. That's what I do. I stretch. I'm, yeah, a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big dreamer. Could we maybe be seeing like the actual version of an ocean wave pool happen potentially yes. if there's a bunch of fighter planes is coming really low, creating a little swell. It's a I mean, very expensive way to <laughs> very do Very expensive. But I'm yeah. just saying, Trump, 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> Why build a wall? A lot of people might not like you. Let's just. I'd like you if you did something like this. I would Fine, maybe it costs a lot of money. But I'm just Look, saying, use our resources wisely. Right. We want to show our military might just directly over South Beach and just let us know what's coming so we can all get ready with boards. <laughs> That's it. And all I'm asking. Yeah, but but this, is, this is the same thing as like That's a lot of old school surfers waiting for that certain <laughs> freighter. Because yeah. it was yeah. always like the more massive super tanker that would come into the, the jetty, uh, into the cut, and at the end of the day would go ahead and create a little bit of a wave. I know Montero knows this. I know Mikey Watson knows this. I know a lot of you guys. I never got to it. I know, uh, but I know that they would wait. Greg Frailing knows this, um, and that they would kind of come through. And it would, like, on the inside of the cut, would kind of create a little bit of a wave, thigh to waist high, and they would wait. Carlos Vago knows this as well. Yeah. Like, all these this old school so SBR crazy. rats that so were we down went, here back we went, in the day. So we went right into report and forecast into uh, there's maybe some planes coming by that may create a wake. There's also some boats that are rumored to have created a wake back in the day. Uh, Rumor is true. I am going to go straight into an actual report and forecast here Let's do and it. say that all week we've had this weird little north ground swell that's been... I've seen um, small little traces all week here. I and think a that few was because people, of... There's a gale. Like, so small, like ankle high. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I was like... Yeah. Like Micronesia. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we got to get excited about something. <laughs> yeah. Just barely, but like to see it uh, for that many days in a row this time of year is kind of funny. And then... Um, it's been waves up coast though, right? For... Last time. week, yeah, good. last week yeah. was really that was a really fun size Florida. Clean, it wasn't yeah. that big, but yeah. it was offshore, clean. just like yeah, yeah. So those are, those are the days you kind of struggle to know to go up coast for right. because you're like it's borderline. It could be like need a waist high, or it could be like waist to chest high. And for a lot of people, that's make a the big difference, difference. Yeah, of yeah. trying to go up coast or not. Yeah, driving two hours. Listen, driving when, two hours. When the middle of July comes waves. around, you're just like, oh, well, no, no, come on. High? It's only May. It's only May. <laughs> By the time July I comes mean, around. I will drive five hours. That's why we go to Typhoon Lagoon. <laughs> you're like, yeah, chlorinated, <laughs> waist high waves, I'm down. 200 bucks, in. All in. Uh, so, but, okay, next but, but yeah, I see that the winds kind of kick up a little bit. We've got a lot of moisture out there. Yeah, we're getting into the tropical Does season. Do anything for us? Remains to be seen. This is like one of these situations that we see early season in Miami because we're so far south that we get like kind of into the weather. Um, and so over the next week or so, uh, actually starting Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, maybe into the foreseeable <coughs> future, a lot of rain sitting on top of us. Sometimes this means that like there'll be enough of a pressure gradient between that low that's creating all this rain and the and, high that's sitting somewhere off of uh -huh. us that creates a little bit of a southeast or an east-southeast wind, which can be super fun. And if you get like a real tropical low, like to develop, and it comes just south of us and skirts us, like you can get some really fun south swell. Um, so that's the kind of thing that we're looking for this time of year. And it's not exactly this time around that we're gonna get it. We might get some slightly rideable waves, like maybe into Monday, Tuesday or something. Yeah, I saw, and again, this is on that 10 day, like just on the weather.com uh -huh. forecast. I saw that the winds pick up decently Southeast next weekend, but I guess it's just so far out. It's hard to really completely pinpoint that. There actually, there's some, um, some of the models are pointing at like more tropical development um, in the same sort of area that we're getting a bunch <laughs> of rain from now. So like so we're getting like I said, the hurricane season starts t three weeks from now, yeah. and typically at this time of year, all the moisture that is sitting off the west coast, west coast, uh, the Africa. east coast of uh, Costa Rica and that whole uh, that whole area, all that moisture that's there, that typically drifts north, gets into the Gulf, and potentially kind of creates any sort of weather at this <laughs> time of year. Yes, no, maybe so. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's really more just like uh, the oceans heating up down right. here. 
the seasons are changing, the uh, wind patterns are changing. So we're going from like this northerly wind every so often and then backing into like no wind into a east southeast kind of just so we're slowly wind. wiping off those northeast winds yeah we're not going to see much of that until right probably fronts are gone october uh you know so like right. six months right. or so until we're going to see maybe we'll get like one or two like you never know like you can get them as leaders like little sneakers yeah. Falls, yeah like through the end of may but um really what you're looking for is like one of those things to like almost make it sit there and you're like oh we got something developing like basically over the state of florida it's raining a lot it's raining a whole lot wow it's not going anywhere which is it, june usually yeah it's going to develop we've got a tropical system that's so what are your thoughts on us. this tropical season or okay past the tropical season what is your thoughts about this summer <coughs> typically we can go a good time without having a lot of waves yeah. what are your thoughts and feelings on this summer you think it's going to be a little bit more of an uptick than normal or you're kind of holding back you're not going to really put it out i don't, I don't really I, it's it, yeah it's really <laughs> hard. i want to keep your hopes up yeah i mean yeah definitely travel yeah. is what they're saying travel if you can take off work and go on a surf trip right go for it make sure you visit don't first surf shop make sure you wait. visit first surf shop we got surfboards got some haydens and firewires just in recently yeah. you got all, You'll need the whole those, stock all the fins, fins all the fins and we got good times wetsuits yeah so the report forecast is that we're looking for some sort of tropical development you know, may or may not happen. It's not looking great, but you know, you never know. Right. Uh, something to watch, uh, especially as we get into next week. For some reason, they've been bullish on this sort of something happening soon. And so when you're like, oh, got a lot of rain. Is that clickbait? That wasn't something. No, it's just how it goes. <laughs> the trend is your friend. That's a big thing in, uh, in forecasting and, and in fishing, I think, actually, too. <laughs> um, and, and fashion, apparently. Yeah, and, and I think <laughs> finance, too. So anyway, um, so yeah, so trends. you follow it. And so you, you don't know exactly what's going to happen, but you're like, look, something's happening over us now-ish. Nothing really. It's supposed to happen again next week, maybe stronger. That's interesting. Why would it happen again in that pattern? And then if you see that pattern start to strengthen with the forecast, you're like, Hmm, maybe something really is going to happen because it almost happened the last time. And that's that trend that you start to look for. God, you guys have a lot of faith over here. I love it. Dude, you have I to. love it. Yeah. Stretch. <laughs> we are reaching far. You guys are the, dreamers. We're like, come on, please. That's it. That's it. You gotta, but you yeah. got to keep the dream alive. Yeah, and, and it's fun because when you start to look at forecasting, which I think uh, we were talking about actually before the episode started, I think we're probably going to do like more of the report forecast maybe for – other Pacific places Ocean, that you might travel to. The yeah. Indian Ocean. I know Brandon's probably sitting there looking at Ulu's yep. and being like, Indo's that's right a off. lot bigger than I thought it was going to be today. Uh, that's probably the biggest wave I've seen in my life, and it's breaking over a reef that's like this deep. Yeah. And one, of, one of our, one of our shop employees. Maybe it'll drop a little. <laughs> one of our shop employees, Brandon's out in Bali right now, and I saw him post something from Uluwatu, and it looks so Yeah, good. it was breaking way outside corner. And he was like, corner. oh, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Until you get out there. Make sure and you're not out sudden, there on low tide. That's yeah. all I got to say. Yeah. Rub it, kook. Go back and listen to episode 15. Yeah, episode 15, Brandon's on it. All excited about his trip. I think we were excited for him. I'm actually really stoked that he's there now. I mean, we might I have to bring him back on been, when he comes yeah. back just to go ahead and get a little feedback. Oh, Maybe while he's there. Because what's crazy was, uh, is that this is his first trip out, out of, of the, the country. country. And that's a big trip to do. Dude! <laughs> you're 20 years old, yeah. first trip out of the country, yeah. and you're going to Bali, other side of the world, on your own. Yeah. Yeah, I watched I mean, his Instagram ballsy. stories, and it was like, blip, 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 normal stuff, normal stuff, normal stuff. And now he's at Uluwatu. I was like, the guy just died and went to heaven. He has, I mean, nothing can prepare you for that. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an intense. And he's uh, he's an there intense for the thing. next month. Good luck, little buddy. 
Yeah, we're all, we're all stoked for you. So don't um, hurt yourself. Represent. You're never going to want to surf when you come back. I'm uh, telling you that right that. now because that's no. how I felt when I got back. Oh, I, I just went <laughs> straight out to But you still got work to do, so yeah. get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I guess report forecast is tropical activity may be here. Uh, probably start doing more reporting and forecasting for the Indian and Pacific Oceans because they are lighting up, popping right now, and we've got people that are interested in that. So I'm yeah. interested in that too. Yep, me too. Uh, Bought a ticket today. I'm heading to the West Coast next week. There you yeah. go. Yep. Big Southwest coming. Yep. That's going to be a good one out there. Out of here. Uh, how long are you going to go? I don't know. I just got a one way. Open- oh, oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Is, that, is that how you travel mostly? You just go throw one, ways. one ways and yeah. you just be like, whatever. Depends. I mean, the trend is his friend. He's like, the waves are coming up. Right. I'm going to go there. Right. And then. It depends. Like, I mean, certain countries, you can't. You have to have a round trip ticket right. yeah, for them to let you in. But sometimes. I either miss my, my flight coming back home. Oops, missed and it. Missed it. <laughs> like Bali, I extended my ticket three times. Missed it. Missed it. Yeah. Missed it. And wow. I was there for Could three never months. Never make it. Yeah, yeah. It was. <sighs> it's far. It's hard. It's hard to leave. It's hard to leave that place. Yeah. I I, I, I try to miss it, it, and I got pulled back real. Really? Yeah. How to do? How to come back? Yeah, it was. I didn't really know what I was doing when I went to Bali. I, I was gonna say the first time you went to Bali was last summer. Was it? Yeah, it was and the first time I've ever. Were you intimidated at all? I was. Was, was, I, it, was I, the wave that intimidated you, the crowd? No, no. It was for me, it was the trip going somewhere that I didn't know, that I've never been before. I've never. Right. I don't speak the language. Were I don't understand. The language. I was by myself. It was kind of a last minute trip. I was living in Hawaii at the time, and something clicked in my head, and I was like, "Screw this! I'm going to Bali for the summer." And it was just supposed to be a month and a half trip, and. I think no truer words have ever been spoken than "screw this, I'm going to Bali." Yeah, you can also insert Hawaii, I think. Right. But those are like right. two of the big ones. Easily since the '60s and '70s, as <laughs> yeah. they were exploring those spots, it's probably been said many times over. <laughs> yeah, I was in Hawaii for some the of whole... the best decisions are ever made are start with that phrase. Yeah, I spent the whole six months in Hawaii during the winter, and then summertime came around and. Screw this. And right. you got to surf the South Shore, and it's crowded, <laughs> and there's not waves so all the time. So I'm in paradise. Where oh, yeah. should I go? Another paradise. paradise. Yeah, so. Alamoana <laughs> is fun and everything. Yeah, exactly. South Shore crowds, crowds kind of gnarly. In the summer, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, I used to always say Hawaii was the most amazing place in the world yeah. until I went to Bali. And I was like, all right, Bali is, uh, Hawaii is paradise. Bali is heaven. Right. That's, oh. That was Obama. my. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You come up with it? I guess so, yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> As time went, I was like, dude, this place just gets better and better and better. But, Were uh, you, uh, how did you travel? How did you get around? Where was it cabs? Did you go ahead and jump well, on a motorcycle? Well, when I first bought my ticket, I left a week after and, and I contacted. So you were like, it was like screw that. this, I'm going to Bali. It was the last second. I, yeah, like that. Okay, that's, and, good. Um, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, I contacted Quicksilver because I didn't know anyone out there. And I was like, hey, can you guys get me in contact with team riders or reps or Something whatever? Something that's not going to yeah. me. <laughs> and yeah, they, they helped me a lot and got me in touch with the local guys and they you know, guided me kind of in the right places to go for my first couple of days. Took me surfing and met a couple of locals. And then scariest thing was having to rent a scooter and learning how to drive there. Oh my God. Yeah, it was was sick though. It was like a video game. It's Frogger being the video game. Yeah, yeah, except when it says game over, that's like your leg coming off. Yeah. (laughs) Believe it or not, like a lot of as crazy as they drive, there's not a lot of accidents. Right. I see not, more accidents yeah, here. Yes. Well, because well, everyone's, they drive <laughs> crazy, phone, but yes. they're all paying attention. That's true. That's over true. here. Yeah, on their phone. Yeah. That's true. It's, dude, it's gnarly. It's all the so, tourists get scarred there. Yeah. Bad. It was sick though. I got a burn in my leg from like the muffler even. Really? It's just like. So I realized, I realized the first m- month that I was there, I didn't really, I didn't really surf to be honest. 
Really? I was just partying like hard. Like, get out! Really? I swear. I mean, I, I've surfed, but it, like. Well, he uh, saw the beach, Leonardo DiCaprio's movie. He's I like, know. dude, I want to get in on those parties. Yeah, like it's every night there's something to do, and there's Were you so like many. Kuta? I, no, I wasn't Kuta for one night, and then my friends were like, dude, you need to get out of there. I was like, right. be there for the rest of your life. So then I went to Chengdu uh-huh. for a week, and then. Wait, uh, there's like a big scene in Chengdu? Chengdu's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's wow, sick. really? You got I, I went a bunch of places. Did you check out the Deus place? Or? Yeah, yeah, Deus, all these places, Pretty Poison, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Old Man's on Wednesdays. That's a spot. Wow, there's like a <laughs> full the scene, spot. huh? Dude, it's gnarly. Like, I've how's, never seen so many people in my life on how's Wednesday. The, how's the lady boy situation over there? Uh, I, don't, I've, I, I didn't really encounter. In Seminyak, I think in Seminyak. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, that's kind of the point. Yeah, you don't know. I don't even say, it's not even the point. It's just that. It's just like, you're like, you don't oh, even know. It's yeah. a third, it's yeah. a third gender. All the local boys would, would, would definitely mess with me. Like, oh, watch out for the lady boys, lady boys. That's, they love, get to, they love to say it and mess with you, but yeah, it's like yeah. not really a thing. Like, really, unless you're, I think it's like the only thing in time it's a thing if you're Australian and you're there like on a bachelor party. Right. That's, I think that's when like it really happens. Right, so. right. But right. other than that, like, I don't, it's just like walking down the street, like that's definitely a dude. Yeah. So what we can gather from this is gentlemen, uh, stay celibate when you go to Bali. <laughs> Or definitely go out with a friend. Trip. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely. I mean, it gets a little crazy in terms of like the culture shock. Yeah. It was, yeah, it well, was a huge experience. I mean, I've traveled many places right. and, around and, the world. And when you travel, because everywhere you go to, obviously there's locals, right? And, and stuff like that. And, and if you're a good traveler, if you're a good surfer, you adhere to what the local rule of thumb is that you kind of sit back a little bit, you watch, you see who's doing what, and you kind of insert yourself. And the greatest thing about surfing is that in order to be part of that packing order, your skill mm-hmm. kind of determines that, right? So you, you drop in, you catch a wave, Definitely you fucking helps. kill it, you blow the bag out of the wave, and all of a sudden people are like, okay, Whoa, I'm not yeah. going to cut that guy off, yeah. and I'm going to go ahead and give him his respect. Yeah, that is definitely how it works over there. I've realized that. And the locals are, they're, they're gnarly out there. Right. They don't take shit from nobody. And right. Yeah, man. And they're, They've been doing they're, like, they're like Hawaiians. I, that's how I saw it. Right. And, and did you find being a little bit darker skinned and whatnot that you kind of, um, I mean, obviously you're not as dark as the, uh, the Indonesians, right, the Balinese, Balinese. Yeah. um, because when I lived in Hawaii for a little bit, it, I, I relished in the fact that I was dark skinned and yeah. everybody thought I was Hawaiian, yep, you know, here. and it wasn't until I spoke to somebody else in the water Spanish, they just thought I was a smart Hawaiian. Or like, or just like, or like, like a, like a, a smart Hawaiian, and not, not to say that Hawaiians are smart, but smart Hawaiian in the sense of like, oh, this guy's just like can speak Spanish as well. Yeah, yeah. And I was just, and I kind of played it off because I didn't, you know, I kind well, of. Well, there's a lot surf. of there's a lot of mixed Hawaiians that are have Latin backgrounds. Right, absolutely, more so now than ever. Portuguese, yeah, Portuguese, yeah. Right. Portuguese, right. yeah there's, there's a lot of like, every oh, mixtures over there. Oh fuck, are you speaking a little Spanish? <laughs> You but, know, um, but that kind of helped me out. It kind of allowed for me not to get rousted and allowed me to kind of get waves. And, you know, I mind my P's and Q's. I was quiet. I just, you well, know, Well, I think that's, that's probably it more than anything. Right. Just don't be a jerk. Right. If you're, like, nice to people generally, it's kind of hard for them to be a jerk back to you. If you're like, hi, how's it going? They're like, <laughs> the guy just said hi to me. What am I going to do, burn him can on be, the next yeah, wave? Be, yeah. it's, like, it's a little harder to burn the guy <laughs> if he said good morning to you, yeah. you know? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But yeah, no. <laughs> whoever whoever has the chance to go to Bali, I definitely recommend yeah, it. So it's, Brandon, it's amazing. Looking at you, buddy. And uh, uh, if you it. can make it over to Lombok, go to Desert Point. That is. Oh, that's a whole. That's other the thing. best. Yeah, that when I when I discovered that trip and right. that wave, I was like, this is what. And that's not an is easy that, place to that, score, really. So on your obviously you've traveled a bunch. You yeah. surfed. That was by waves. far the best wave I've ever best surfed wave. in my life. 
Like, that's a point. I got a wave that made me cry <gasps> to that point. Yeah, I believe. I you. never got the long until barreled in my like, life. Came out over and over and over again. Just like, oh my God, Jesus, is that you? It's the most. It, it's like the closest thing to a wave pool. Wow. That I've seen in my see, life. See, like right now, he's like having trouble talking about it. That's how you know it's yeah, real. Yeah, it was. It was something. It's hard. I went four times. It's religious. Yeah. I went. I extended my tickets three times to go back to there. Uh huh. Three so more you, times. So you're going to Bali, and then you went back to Lombok. So I, I had an apartment in Bali, and uh, that was kind of like home base. Uh huh. And every time a big south swell would come, I would get on my scooter and charge to Lombok, which was very how dangerous. Long? Twelve hour adventure 12 hour adventure on a scooter well it's i would do wait you didn't fly no you took the ferry took the ferry bro yeah all right that's a yeah. whole other deal yeah yeah when <laughs> i i took a <laughs> fast boat you've done this so i i guess that's no no, no i didn't know i didn't oh, no. no. i went to sumbawa which is the same sort of thing sumbawa is a little further though that's why people take planes but you you can take you a can. scooter all the way to fucking tumbawa i mean yeah. tumbawa yeah <laughs> but I yeah. wouldn't do it, but uh, take the overland route, no. or you take the flight route. I wouldn't, was like, wouldn't uh, do it in the sense because there is just so many bad drivers, you risk the chance of dying. No, or it's sketchy. Because it's, it, just it's, a, sketchy. it's it's a long. Like, at any point, people are like, you don't look like you belong here. Yank. Whoever uh, knows Mike Amador, if you see Mike Amador, tell him, ask him about his experience when I took him to Desert Point. No. You, he, oh, you he, he was not. I very, feel like Mike is like traveling now. I feel like he travels Mike all the time. Was, uh, Mike just got he's, back. He's here. He's here. Okay. He's here. Amador, I feel like just travels just as much as any pro out there. <laughs> Mike is a smart guy when it comes to that. He yes, is. he is. He definitely knows how to plan his trips. Good yes. for you, Mike. Smart guy. Yeah. But yeah, Mike wasn't really stoked when I took him to Desert Point. <laughs> no. He, he was mad that I made him go through that. <laughs> that process. A little bit. A little bit. He's like, you could fly here. But it was already like my fourth time going, so I was like, dude, it's no big deal. And he's like, you're loked out. You're like, brah. I was like, bro, no I got problem. this. I know the roads. We don't even need GPS. I know how to get there. And he's all like, we're in the middle in, of the night. In the dark. Like, yeah, like midnight in Lombok driving. Like, this. Well, Scooter yeah. still or car? Scooters. You, you drive two and a half hours from Uluwatu to Padang Bay. Were you guys going full Dumb and Dumber scooter style? No, no, no. Oh, he okay. has his scooter. Okay. So what I would do, I would pack two to three boards on my scooter, a backpack, a helmet. And then we drive two and a half hours to the, to the, to the port mm -hmm. in Padang Bay, which is two and a half hours north of Uluwatu. So I would leave at nine o'clock at night, get there by 11, get on the midnight ferry. It's a seven hour ferry, sleep on the floor. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Are they the gnarly ferries? Cause yeah, I, it's, like, gnarly. it's gnarly, it's gnarly. Right, because I would, I would hear, like, <laughs> yeah, no, this is not being an American that doesn't, that doesn't go yeah. over there and you would hear stories and stuff. You would hear about all these makeshift boats that were like, Literally, no, took no, the front of this boat are, and put the back are, of this boat together, and they glued no, it. it it's no, a, these, are, these are the ones gnarly. that you see. It's the a legit. It's, it's, these are the ones that sink. Right. And they're wow. like uh, boats. And they're like overfilled. Between. It's like occupancy 60, and let's get well, these huge. 200 people on It's huge on here. with like ton of cars and huge trucks and right. a lot of people, but it's just super dirty and, you right. know, like. It's gnar. Yeah, it's gnarly. Like, you could definitely Excuse me. Will there be a movie on this? I wish I would. No food. I wish. Yeah. No food. Is there, is there gonna be bar service then? Something? Yeah, you definitely don't want to have to go to the bathroom when you're on the, on that. No, no dropping. No heat. number twos. No dropping. No do headphones. Do I have headphones for the movie? Yeah, but then. You subtitles here. You arrive at around six thirty, seven, seven in the morning when the sun's coming up, and then you have to drive another two and a half hours on the scooter to Desert Point, and then, for me, the crazy part is, the off-roading, to get to Desert Point because it's not like you just pull up here yeah, on the beach and you right. park your car and you're in Desert right, Point. No, right. it's like a, another 30 so once minutes. once you get there after the X amount of hours that you guys have been traveling, your guys are exhausted, yeah. you've got mosquitoes all over your bags under your eyes, it's and hot. then you, got, you really take a little, 
little break to go ahead and recover, and then you're like, yeah. let's go surf. Wait, wait, no, before you get to see the end of the road, then what happens? Yeah, so you, you do this crazy off-roading thing on your scooter that's not meant to do this, and you got boards, book bags, and all this stuff, and then when you finally get there, it's like a separate, like a different type, like a little community away from everyone. Really? You know, it's like, yeah, and you roll up, and you just see... You can either see perfect left-hand barrels, or you could be completely flat. flat. Oh, flat. And then uh, swell hasn't come yet, right? No, or yeah, <laughs> right. You can. It, it could be. Or the tide. Eight to, come yeah, in. it could be eight to ten, eight to ten foot in the morning, and then when the tide switches, it will absolutely go flat. You will paddle in. You will not catch a wave, and you're there sitting because there's nothing to do. There's no power. There's no. There's nothing to do. There's no Wi-Fi. Can, there's none of that can shit. It, can so. it go that flat where you're no, out there surfing? And I've paddled in. I've paddled in before no multiple way. times. Yeah. And yeah. That's why it's super fickle. Yeah, you sit there. It's like trying to score South Beach, basically. You sit it's there. U- it's another unicorn. Yep. You sit there for four or five hours freaking playing with your thumbs or playing cards with people that you're meeting there, just having conversation or eating. There's nothing else to do but right. eat. And next thing you know. Is just, there much community going on there? In the sense, pass. I mean, granted, <laughs> fine. It's feral. It's, yeah. it's raw. It's yeah, rough. It definitely is rough. But are there, are there people that live along those lines of feralness and roughness that are just there that, yeah, are, the that, are, not ba- that are not Balinese? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not other guys will post up for like the whole season. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There's guys that have been going there for 15, 20 They're years. voted to it. Yeah. Just like any spot that's hard to score. You're yeah. like, like, they'll watch you paddle out and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> the angle's off by four degrees. He's just got to wait until tomorrow when the tide's going to be then they're like yeah. that's when i'm going out and because yeah there's there's a lot of times where, where that was the case like i'd see perfect waves all day long and i'm like why yeah. is there no one out Amping. and people are like oh the tide's too high i'm like i'm gonna go out and i'm getting some of the best barrels of my life and then i just surf for six hours and then the tide goes low and everyone paddles out and i'm like dude i already got my fix i'm good right and they just have a different scale. Would you say that's the perk of coming from a place like Miami? Yeah, I, yeah. Like <laughs> I'm not, you're just I, like, you're just what? an idiot. I, I had the f- same thing in Indo, and I was like, no one's surfing. Yeah, that's stupid. And then you're like, I'm gonna go out, and then you're like, oh wait, this isn't a low tide spot, and yeah. I broke the fins off my board. Right. I've cut that's up by the me. reef, I, and right. I'm like, that's probably right. why no one's surfing. And so. they're like, when did you surf? I'm like, yeah, in the evening. They're like, because. Why? That, that's not smart. You're like, oh, that explains all the cuts on my body and my broken fin. <laughs> that would do it. Yeah, I definitely experienced that. Because you too. just amp too hard. You yeah. just like you've never seen anything I remember, like it. Yeah, it's I'm, still it's not surfable, but it's still better than any wave you've ever seen in your life. Coming from Florida, amp level here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember sitting at single fin in Uluwatu watching the waves, and up the point temples, there's a sick left that everyone you know surfs, but. You're not supposed to surf on a low tide. I mean, you can, but it's... It's just hairy. It's yeah. Razor sharp. Yeah, and I'm seeing this perfect barrel with no one out, and I'm like, dude, why is there no one out there? And I was like, I'm going to go paddle out. And then I walked in the reef, whatever, paddled out, and then kept seeing these lefts coming through, and I'm like, God, I got to sit deeper, I got to sit deeper, I got to sit deeper. And I finally got one, and I remember pulling into this barrel, and I was just like, oh... No. This is is not that good. a dry reef bed in front of It was just everything. Just and, there, was, and there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere point. to It was so, I, I, it was like, a, I was in the so barrel, you, I was in the barrel thinking right. like, I'm screwed. Like, right. this is going to suck if so I don't make you, it. So you punch into the belly, try to get out the back, oh, you, hoping you, for you, as much no, water no, as possible. I, I flew, dude. I, I jumped and I just covered my, I had a top on, thing on, and I just covered my face, hit reef like directly. Bounced. Sucked over and just drilled back into the reef like bad. I came, I came out of the water like gasping for air. Like oh, wow, my ribs were all right. jacked up, my right. elbow, my feet. Like 
I can't. I like washed up on the shore. Like, oh, dude. Like, and then I had to walk. At least you went in the, sideways. So you took the whole impact. Which like, yeah, the whole I, body, I not took, like yeah. on your foot or right. like your right. one oh, elbow or something. It was bad. Oh, and then yeah, that oh. that, that kind of my thigh was all swollen. I oh I didn't surf for like three four days after that. And I was like, bro, I'm never going back there again. <laughs> I was like, no wonder there was no one out. <laughs> but uh, deserts, deserts. It's the shallowest wave I've ever seen or surfed in my life, and I barely touched the bottom there. That was the most bizarre thing for me. I, How I, big was it? I have, I surfed like eight to 10 foot right. faces. Right. I find that when it's, when it gets kind of shallow and there's some size in the water, you don't, there's a lot more water right, moving, right, right. but even on like the smaller days I've surfed it when it was like right. four to six foot. Right. And I've always found around reef that when it's smaller, <laughs> I get hurt more. <laughs> yeah. Or when the waves are small in general. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, desert point is the best wave in the world. And I hope to go there every day, every summer or, once a year for the rest of my life. <laughs> Quick silver every day. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was the Freudian slip that I wanted to pay attention. I hope to go there. I can go there every day. I would. Every. Put me in coach. Every so often, yeah. at least. <laughs> uh, let's get into the next topic. Uh, I want to know because I know you're living in Puerto Rico, and uh, I've been down there. Well, a few actually, times. lately I haven't. The past two years I haven't been in Puerto Rico that, that much. Not really? Uh, no. Yeah. So are you kind of just floating now? Where's home? I would say I've been spending more time in Miami than. Almost anywhere, unfortunately. Really? Well, yeah. uh, well, no, no for, offense. For those that may not yeah. know, Marley grew up here. Yeah, I was born and raised in right here down the street, and grew up surfing, right out front. And I don't know. When yeah. did you move to Puerto Rico? I moved 2010 when I was 14. Now I'm 22, so I've been there for eight years, and yeah, it's been a great experience for me, and I feel like that was a good, good decision I made in life. Yep. Thanks to my dad and my parents for letting me amazing do it and and yeah it, i feel like puerto rico helped me a lot with surfing and and definitely created who i am today and do you, do you find that are there things that you've picked up surfing here growing up up until about 14 and then surfing in puerto rico that you take with you to all these different places like is there i mean because growing up here like I think of like, what are you going to take from here? Like, is it that yeah. you are going elbow to elbow <laughs> and you're scrapping with a bunch of people? So can you, you're like, oh, crowds, no problem. I got this. Yeah. You know, is there something from, let's say, Miami that you feel that you still take with you in places that That's you surf in other places? Um, well, when I'm anywhere else in the world and the waves suck and no one wants to surf, I just go, dude. Boom. There you go. That I was, was, that I was, I was that like, dude, you guys don't even know what shit waves are. Like. <laughs> This is crap, don't get me wrong, but let, we're going to go out there and have fun no matter what. And yes, that's a big one. Right. So, you, that, that goes so, your, sta so yeah, your standards Nothing could be as bad as... Right. As no, it's just that you know how to have here. fun better. Yeah. That's what like it I, is. I still this come is... to Miami and I want to surf South Beach. Like right. I want to go surf the slop with all the boys and see everyone because right. I have a good time and it's fun. There's a whole other thing. I got this whole... Uh, this is the best shitty wave spot on the planet. <laughs> no, and, and... It really is. There's no place there that's better than this. And like you can look at it from the shoreline and be like, that's not even rideable. Right. And then you like get in the water. And then you're like, wait, Marty just got barreled. Right. How was that possible? It was like knee high. No, but it's true. But someone like you and double up out here and stuff. Also, double up to a triple up. And you guys are the reason why people will paddle out because all of a sudden you'll see like, oh, you did two turns. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're like, dude, it's knee to thigh high. Homie just did two turns and just like little pop air at the end of it. You're like, I'll go out. Yeah. I can't it, do any of that, but I'll go out. Because you can be creative enough to like connect these weird little sections <laughs> yeah. and it's got and I, and I think that's what makes here. 
It makes Florida it fun. Florida surfers, some of the best surfers in the yeah, world, yeah. and as well as South Florida surfers, some of the most and eaters. South Beach, the best, <laughs> right? Out of the bunch. Because it's like you are, we are given not much, no. you know. And at the end of the day, you're like, here you go. This is supposed to be a wave. I you think know, it's funny though, because like the, uh, my friend Eric that reports uh, from Martin County sometimes, he looks at our little like crap chop days, and he's like, how are you guys surfing that? And it's so fun. He's like, I look at that same day uh, in Martin County, and I'm like. There's no reason to paddle out. And here we'll paddle out. And he's like, dude, I would paddle out with you guys in that any day. It's like our, our little wave dude. days, like the knee-high chop days, are good. Dude, yesterday. It's yesterday, like the best knee-high chop. Yesterday song we had a little chop anyway. here. It was minor. Lanzo was here. And Lanzo went out and surfed. He's like, bro, I dropped in. I hit it and came down. He's like, this is easily the best spot from here to Fort Pierce. And he, he's the type of person that checks all the spots. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like super grom, always looking at all the best yeah. spots and stuff like that. And it's true. There's something about our bottom here that makes like thigh high even kind of fun and punchy. At the, God, I want to punch myself for saying these things. Seriously. I'm like, I'm like groveling. I'm like getting excited about thigh high over here. But it happens like that. Somebody stop me. I and tell it, people all the time that if Miami had waves more often, I'd live here for, for the rest of my oh, life. I think we'd I, all and say I, that. And I wonder if maybe this is the deal with the devil that we had where it's just like, <laughs> listen, you can't have everything. Yeah. You can't have amazing you weather. Almost. Just most beautiful people around. Just yeah. great atmosphere all around and all these things. And have waves? No. Yeah, yeah. You will not have waves. He's like, but okay. I will give you the Bahamas. Right. Yeah. And I will make you guys close to Central and South America and Puerto Rico. He goes, we'll give so, you guys waves two hours away from here. <laughs> yeah. And you're exactly. like, all right, well, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Deal. We'll take it. Fine. Fine. I guess. That was a good negotiation. All right, so what else is going on in Puerto Rico? Uh, one thing that I, I know, like, the hurricanes yeah. screwed the place up real bad. Yeah, that was bad. And, like, it... What's going? On? I know it's still like, bad. Uh, we have friends. I mean, there's there's what we left the island news, because they're like, look, you just you can't do it. Yeah. Well, but I hear, but I hear like in San Juan, impossible. in the main hub of areas, it's business as usual. Yeah. And now, then it's maybe. when you go on the outskirts yeah. that things are a little bit sketchy. I was there. What's there. What's I was the there during the hurricane, and it was it was pretty scary. It was gnarly. Like I said, I hadn't been. You were there while the hurricane was coming through. Oh yeah. Oh, like wow. I said, I hadn't been home in almost over a year. So I was in California and I missed the first hurricane that hit Miami pretty right. hard. Was the it? Irma? Irma. Right. And then the follow that I, was I, what, Maria that came? Okay. So I missed Irma in Puerto Rico. I was trying to go back to Puerto Rico to go surf Irma and I ended up missing it due to the flight situation, whatever. Right. So then I saw Maria brewing and I was like, all right, there's another one. Maybe we might get waves again. So I'm like, all right, let's go home. I haven't been home in over a year. There could be a lot of waves that I miss surfing that are going to break, and let's go. And I charged over there, and I was there for two weeks. And freaking Maria came and took us out. Wow. Bad. 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 It was, it was 18 hours straight, just about, of, uh, of pure just like, ah, uh, right. and, I've, and I've lived in Miami right. almost my whole life, yeah. so I've experienced right. hurricanes right. all the time. Right. It's something normal for right. us. Even Irma, when it came over us, was like, and six <laughs> hours maybe and it was like really sort of temperamental it'd be like an hour of mayhem and then be like fine for like an hour or two right. yeah no. well i mean i was in, down in coral gables a little more intense than that really? but yeah it, and it, it, it was, I was it, in Miami Lakes. It, it was it was six hours of just in, a little bit of intensity where you're just like oh look those you know trees are swaying and then all of a sudden you're like oh those trees are still bent and they're bending more. And they're gone. I hear creaking <laughs> behind me. Oh, that's not stopping. Yeah. I can't go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> You're well, like, actually, what if, you if something happens? Check yeah. it out. Uh, have you seen the time lapse we did? Uh, 
we got on thank you serving on the YouTube channel time lapse of Hurricane Irma coming ashore. Oh yes, from your apartment. Yeah. Yes. Uh, from actually from my buddy Miguel's apartment, who's on episode. I feel like we need like an archivist for this. Whatever. <laughs> like fourteen or something. Yeah, sure. Miguel was on like episode fourteen. So from his apartment, of the whole hurricane, just like oh, it's raining a little. Holy, it's raining a lot. Holy, it's the bands. Yeah. The roof on the hotel starts to lift during part really? of it. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And then you like you see the the dunes and like everything looks normal. And then like within like a period of like on the time lapse like 15 seconds, the whole beach just gets demolished. So there's really only like one period. It's like a wall that's yeah, just coming. Just, that was exactly it. Yeah. You could see it in the video. You're just like, yeah. oh, oh, well, yeah, oh. That, <laughs> and then it's gone. And you're like, yeah, it was pretty crazy because when the eye pretty much went over directly where I live, kind of. So it was like, was it 18 hours? Maybe it was like 12. I don't know. Well, around that. It was a long time. It was long. It was long. It was definitely like a full day. Because yeah. No, I mean, it came across full the day. whole Yeah, it hit, it hit yeah. around 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. Power was already out by 3 o'clock in the morning. And then around 9, 10 is when things started getting really wow. bad. And it was still bad all, that, all right, those hours, yeah, yeah. you know? But that, that first, you're like, okay, it's getting real when the power goes yeah, out. Yeah, power. Right. Okay. Right. You're like, okay. And <laughs> well, power goes out in Puerto Rico all the time for, like, if it rains, it powers out, you know? Yeah. So Epic grid you guys got over there. Yeah, so the power went out, and we're like, okay, here it's coming. And then next thing you know, we, I wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning hearing my dad, like, freaking out. Marley, wake up. Like, the house is flooding. And I'm like, shit. So we're, like, trying to, we, you know, we have pretty decent sized house right and are you guys down at we're, like the, we're, by no, the coastline no we're on the, we're on a way? hill on a cliff wow. overlooking the ocean so we had nothing protecting us it was just straight wind come, coming straight out uh -huh. of us and uh so the yeah flooding wasn't the big thing for you so much it was probably just the wind coming at you because you were exposed well yeah so i mean we didn't really have any we didn't have like good windows like hurricane right. proof windows right. so like we had a lot of water coming through and oh, man. and we were trying to like put towels and we're right. like dude this thing hasn't even hit yet like like, hasn't technically hit yet. We shouldn't even bother, right. you know? So we're like, dude, let's just ride <laughs> it out. Let's just ride it out and hope our windows stay together and our garage doesn't fly away. We had the, no, uh, somehow our windows stayed together and wow. our garage didn't. But our gazebo outside, gone. gone. And my dad was in the process of building like a, he calls it the Trump wall. Marcus, I love you. Because of the Trump wall. He was building like a 10-foot cement wall around the house, like a compound. And that got knocked down. We had huge palm trees that we had fall into our pool, break the pool, gazebo and flying. And then next thing you know, it just, at one point, around 3 o'clock, it just mellowed out. Everything just poof, stopped. It was the eye. It was the eye. We all walked outside, and it was sunny. Wind was completely dead, and we're like, dude, I think, it's, I think it could be gone. Oh, and the next, you know, worse. we look inland because it started coming from the wind right. was coming like from the north. Right. So I look inland, and dude, it's just black, and I'm like, oh shit, here it comes. <laughs> oh, so we had to go right. from one side of the house to the other Round side of the house, two. and then, and then, dude, it was gnarly. So and then, final outcome after it all passed by, how was the house? House is a lot better than a lot of people's houses, so I was very thankful and, right. and for that, and yeah. I mean, did you, did you find this? I mean, it was crazy. It, se it seems like in these dire situations, community really gets together. People yeah, kind of so start to embrace each other. Like, what do you need? Like, got well, basically like well right after the, out. once the hurricane passed, which was around, I think six 30 in the morning, it was kind of offshore from us. The winds turned offshore and the waves started firing. And I was like, 
I'm going surfing. <laughs> Straight away. Is there away, any concern huh? that you're going to run into a roof while you're in the water? Dude, the water or... was just below. Like, I've never wow. seen the water so dark before in my life. Wow. It was bad. It looked like Hurricane Wilma right. here. Right. Uh, and I remember having to find roads that were open right. for me to get to the beach because right. there's trees and right. light posts right. and all this stuff that were just blocking everything and then most most people are like in recovery mode you're like let's go surf yeah, yeah i'm like i'm like, like i'm like, I'm like i know the, i know the I waves are through a bit of yeah. life of a surfer and there's a there's a sam there's this beach break that i probably one of my favorite waves there that on the right swell it's a perfect left barrel that just drains all down the beach so i went straight there and it was draining draining it was doing its thing and there was no one out and yeah i surfed for two hours and then I had to go home and help my dad pump out all the water out of the house. <laughs> I did the same thing here. But uh, the, th the good thing I, was that I bought a ticket the night before a hur the hurricane hit just in case things got bad. My mom was like, buy a ticket. Right. You know? did, you buy, did your dad buy one as well? Or he was just no, like, no, no, no. I, I, I just bought one. And, uh, yeah, we're, we ended up being two weeks without power. Wow. Well, I was there for two weeks. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So you had. I, I for suffered two for weeks. two weeks. Everybody else was like. My dad hey. suffered for five months. Wow. Five months, no power. Yeah, he, did, he, got, he got power like mid February. Yeah. So. That's crazy. so crazy. I right. lost so, my mind after two weeks of not having it around <laughs> yeah. in my house. I mean, think about I these was, people that are, like, are in business. It's right. like, could, could you go five months without power was, and stay in business? I it mean, was what, really dangerous, what though, too really dangerous because everything was they're constructing the, the parking lot across the street and they're telling me it's six months and i'm losing my brain yeah. <laughs> like, people people were were definitely kind of going a little crazy there because uh, uh gas there wasn't a lot of gas stations open it was really hard to find gas uh you couldn't go to the bank and money right my dad wasn't really smart he didn't think it was going to be that bad of a hurricane so he so didn't he get any pulled. cash right so we were screwed. Yeah. We had to just deal with what we had in the house and the food and whatever. And thank God we had a generator, but right. of course that needs gas. Right. So we would have to spend four hours in a line holding jugs of to go. It's incredible how basic life becomes at oh, yeah. that point. And then all of a sudden it like it hits you. Yeah, my like dad was my dad was like, dude, I can go freaking live in the jungle right, right. now. I'm I don't even right. I don't even turn my AC on anymore. Right. He's like, I'm immune to it, like I right. said. Right, Normal. you get used to it. And I, I remember when we, we were in the Gables, and we're in like a nice yeah. affluent area, and dude, we went two weeks without electricity as well. And Ever it was like, and, yeah, and I didn't have phone for like at least a week. So like I had to travel two miles venturing out through Coral Gables and all the trees that were busted down just to be able to get to a phone That's to see great. what the real world is doing. Yeah. And then I would come back to where we're at. See, we couldn't even do that. <laughs> Dude, and it, it was but the whole and was island gnarly. was just... and, it, and it's exactly that where all of a sudden you're spending your days sitting yeah, in line. Like, it's like okay, I gotta sit in line and then bring my eight containers for, like, for my generator and stuff like that. And it was like, only twenty dollars, twenty dollars worth of gas per person. Wow. See, the, gl glad gladly they didn't cap us, yeah. so I was able to get like eight containers full, come yeah, back. Yeah, couldn't. And, but it was part of the process. The process is like okay, <laughs> generator's running. We gotta. And meanwhile, here on the beach, didn't Nothing. even lose electricity. Nope. I know. And the waves are fun. And and that was and that was the weird dichotomy that was going on at the time. You had the haves and the yeah. have nots. We were like, why are you not at work? It's right. like because my house is underwater, right. I haven't had power and right. I've got mold right. growing. And, and it was and so weird because you didn't get any sort of sympathy from like, certain people yeah. because people were like, Um, my I didn't have anything fine. to go on like, kidding? like my piss. Power, yeah. It's like, why is Burger King not open? I, <laughs> like, I, like, I did Barry's boot camp, had Hugo Fresh, right. I'm at the office, what's wrong with you? Right. You're like, what? You're like, you're I, like, went to, sorry, I went there the other day like and that was the gnarliest workout of my life. Wow. Barry's boot camp. Yeah. 
That's next level, dude. Really? I, 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 I was just being stereotypical. My I was, no, I was I sore I for like, even I probably still a little sore still. And really? that was like, and that was a couple days. years ago. That was Friday. All no. right. I want to go more into Puerto Rico stuff. Yeah. Uh, one thing that uh, surprised me back in the day was how many spongers there are in Puerto Rico. Oh, there's, there's a it's lot. It's like, it's like the sponge. It's like it never went out of style there. No. I mean, if you were to, if you were to bow, if you were to go ahead and grade it between <coughs> Puerto Rico and Hawaii, who's got more spongers? Way more in, in Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. Like ten to one. Yeah. Uh, that's no, no, no. You really you think? Well, maybe not ten to one, but I like, don't know. Pipe does a lot of boogie boarders. Yeah. Ten, ten to one surfer. <laughs> I feel like they're all Brazilian. Uh, in compared to surfers, there's like ten boogies for every surfer. Yeah, no. like Puerto Rico Puerto definitely Rico. has a lot of. I mean, there's 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 spots you know that it's more boogie boarders than surfers, and then there's other spots that are more surfers than boogie boarders. But are, bo- are boogie boarders aggro? I mean, if you don't know them, right? If you don't know them, they'll right. pff, they don't even they don't even look back. They'll burn you. They're going no matter what. And it. See, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I have this weird theory it's that I think boogies are going to come back. I think boogie boarding. Oh, it's already it's been back. I mean, I don't feel like it's see. It's already really? there. It's already there. That's, this is the future, I think. Because look, it's so much easier than surfing, <laughs> and it's fun. It's like. You want to teach someone how to surf or, like, get them stoked I mean, on being on the ocean? I, I jumped on a boogie board, and then I stood on the boogie board, and I was like, for me, that's where, like, I, I want it, and then I, you get a board. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not to mention, like, if you live in a place like Puerto Rico where there's, like, really sick waves for boogie. Yeah. Then, like, makes it even better. Yeah. But I think, like, in general, like, if you bring, like, a little kid, you're like, all right, look, this is what surfing is. You got to paddle, and you got to stand right. up. You're like, this sounds like a lot of work. You're like, yeah. okay, look, just wait for the wave to catch you and lay on your stomach. They're like, wee! You're like, that's what we were going for. Right. And I think that's, I think that is like, if you can bring like the wee intro to anything like that, that makes it fun. So I think boogie boarding, I don't know why it like became uncool because I've seen like some guys get slotted out here and you're like, well, that, that I don't think anyone could have served that And then you see him out here when it's like need a thigh high and you're like, why are you out here? Yeah. See, that's, that's the, all right. So different equipment for different things, I guess it's really more like it, but, I'm, I'm surprised that boogieing is not bigger. And in Puerto Rico, it never went away. They're just like no. yeah. full on. There's some, there's some really good boogie boarders in Puerto Rico. There's, they're gnarly. Oh, I, I, listen, I, I'm not going to down on yeah. any of those guys because, you know, you can charge deeper than a lot more. Yeah, they, they, have, they, they have that. Uh, that uh, I mean, but it? there is that thing of not, not having to get to your feet as that wave is apexing. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. there's that, you know, yeah, there's, there's that a f- like. A few you know, slabs at home that. Right that those guys definitely have an advantage right that would yeah, be, be a little painful and they just like you like air, that, that whole air, that whole airdrop to the flats <laughs> yeah. yeah and like taking that on your gut no but they <laughs> don't yeah. they don't take it on the gut they like they, 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 they learn how to land with their elbows and like and they put and their like, stomach in the water so like, like breathe out when yeah. they're like landing so they don't it's, i don't know dude really like ah oh, you know like, yeah it's like a whole other thing it's like impact yeah it's crazy blown right now i mean you would think like these guys are doing 10 foot airs in the closeouts right. and pipe and they're landing on the flats like how do you not break a rib or, right. or smash your face or something yeah, but they definitely technique <sighs> it's like when you get kicked in the stomach by like I don't know a Muay Thai fighter or something you're gonna yeah all the time things <sighs> I don't experience getting kicked in the stomach by a Muay Thai fighter I've never got kicked in the stomach but I'm I've definitely got kicked in the stomach before I'm okay if I don't I'd rather boogie board Oh, I can't believe I just said that live I, on TV. I, I was like, wow, that's it. Jeez. I, like, I would never like, boogie board. No. Sorry. Uh, Boy, Ty, somebody kick me in the stomach. I'm slightly interested in it. I think there's a place for it. I think that I might be able to learn more about surfing via doing it for a little while. 
kneeboarding too. No, all that's, these different that's things. Like, that's just... But dude, I mean, we can like, get George we... Greenell kneeboarding. I mean, the guy. No, like, but, don't but, get me wrong. I had I had I had uh, a, my science teacher in high school was a kneeboarder and he rips, charges and rips. Like takes off on like ten foot Waldo and freaking doing turns and carves. And he's you know older. He's probably like I don't know in his fifties or something. But he's out there and I'm like, oh, that's sick. But I've never seen that before in my life until right. I saw him and then. But I cannot imagine a kneeboard out here in South Beach. Like, that's a joke. No. Uh, I've seen people well, in kayaks. Back in the day, we, I've seen I mean, we, kayaks. we had Mitch Crute, who was an there's, old, there's was one an guy old school haul-over local that used to be one of our kneeboarders. There's one guy that I see come out on a kneeboard when it gets good. But, I mean, that. I mean, this can go into so many different things. I mean, like uh, the vehicles of surfing, yeah. if you will. Like Now we got the foil. It's, it's like, I mean, exactly, the foil. Like, you and I were I was just asking about Puerto Rico. I would love to talk about I just noticed it was like a big... It is. And, and it's so weird that when you say that you were like stoked and wanted to know about foil, like for me, like there's certain, um, you know, progressions in the sport of surfing that have lent <clears throat> itself towards paddleboarding, towards all these different things, kite surfing and stuff that all come from surfing. That some of the things you look at and as a surfer, like, you know, there's that, that purist in you that just says, oh, this is no, this, no, this. I mean, some of the purists are. Oh, no. that, I think there's something to learn yeah, I, They're poo-pooing wave, cool, uh, right? wave pools and stuff like that. But foiling, I think it's killer. I think it's sick. People think it's lame or whatever. Same with paddling, but paddleboarding or paddleboard right, surfing or right. whatever. But I think it's just something it informs you new to learn, and, and it, I'm sure it helps you Dude, with surfing and, and in the if future. You wa- if you watch someone like Kai Lenny, that's, oh, do- that's he's doing a freak. He's a, he's, he's a freak. It's the next layer. He yeah, really so. is, as far Why, as where did you see him on the next topic? Social media in surfing. I mean, Kai has nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does freakish things, and he puts it out there for people to see. So, like, that's... Same I mean, with Jamie O'Brien. Right, same with... Right, with, right. The, with the vlogs that he has and your yeah. Ben Gravies and stuff like that. And yep. it seems like social media has such an influence within all medians of yeah. business, but surfing more importantly. Yeah. And, and it's such a visual sort of thing. Right. And then, I mean, look, a perfect example is what happened over the weekend with the wave pool. And uh, we had the Founders Cup, <coughs> huge media event. I mean, yeah, probably one of the biggest. What'd you think of it, the Founders Cup? <laughs> I mean, we're gonna get into that. <laughs> we're gonna get into that in the next topic. But just from a media perspective, from social media, right? The Wave Park uh, BSR B uh, something Cable Park BSR BSR BRS Cable Park in Waco, Texas. That looks sick. Yeah, they waited. The South Beach Wave. They waited. When, when we're good. When it's on. When we're good. Waited Sorry, until the Founders Cup had run, and then they dropped a teaser. Right. BSR. So smart. BSR, BSR Cable, Cable Park. Park. They're in Waco, Texas. So they're like, all God, this they, money is behind this. It. All these people, are, and we're going to be like, we're going to be this wave park from Waco, Texas, and we're going to drop an edit at the and same time. That, ready, go. And that's Seth enough. Munoz doing a- No, that wasn't even it. They just did, like, they did right. one thing that is right. like this. This it was wet. a set of yeah, three yeah, waves. Right. You're like, what, what is, is that? Yeah. And then everyone's that's just like, intriguing. well, is that knee, ankle? Yeah, yeah. I want to see someone, I see someone surfing right. it. You need some right. sort of, and then all of a sudden, Seth <laughs> just busts out the backflip. <laughs> you're like, and legit. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then you're like, okay. That's next level. And so it did, I think. And then, they, and then they, you they have, made and then, an air section. Dude. They right. made an air section. And that's the same as they made a section. Right, because Kelly's wave is just continuous and looks phenomenal. So, so There's sections, on. but it's right. not like... So what happens? It's Social media blows this up to the point where <laughs> they didn't even have a reservation system online yet. Uh, we got... The first video came out. My brother lives in Texas. And my brother and uh, I were like... <gasps> His girlfriend, who's smart enough to know, is like, give me their phone number. I'm calling them right now. I was like, Kelly, good idea. So she's like, 
hello, yes, uh, we'd like to know about booking information. I was like, this is like just came out 30 seconds ago, and she's on the phone with oh, them. Oh, I'm like, sure they're blowing up. So they give her an 808 number. So Hawaii. Hawaii. Someone in Hawaii is, is taking reservations. Auntie. So we, yeah, so we got this phone number. <laughs> immediately leave a, a voicemail. Call back the next day. Leave another voicemail. And then on their Instagram, they're like, yeah. oh. Sorry, well, we have sorry. a lot of calls. Like, <laughs> we've got a lot of calls coming in. We're trying to get an online booking system up. But it was... Like their PR team, their social media team executed better than they right, could expected. have even and handled. And and the the impact so was thing. such that originally they had it set up so that it was a hundred dollars for the day that's for what a I was day pass. Say. It was sixty dollars for an sudden, hour and a right, hundred dollars for the day to the point where all of a sudden they just dropped a hundred dollar day. They said sixty bucks an hour, and then there's a seasonal pass of like a thousand dollars or something like that, which is very affordable. Right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But it but it but you know supply and demand. Let's go ahead and talk about. Well, I mean, let's get let's get economics. Let's get the I mean, it's just like <laughs> this is what I really want to talk about. So that, the whole I'll idea spend is that this broke for on social media all day. <laughs> so they broke it on social media. Uh, the wave pool, even being where it was in uh, Lemoore, California, was broke on social media. Right. I mean, there's like when something happens in surfing, it seems now like you see it in like three seconds. Yeah, yes. it's, it's on. Out they're on there. it. They're on it. And I mean, what we do here at Thank You Surfing, like, we try a little bit to be, like, on it, but no one's being paid to be on it, so it's, like, uh, Keep it a little casual. Yeah, it's, uh, we're there's, there's working on it. Yeah, ish. There. There's always an ish. Like, what time are we starting? Ish. Seven-ish. Uh, you know, it might be a little earlier. It might be a little... It's like, no one's going to kill us either way, but it seems you like... You guys doing it this week? Maybe-ish. Yeah, but it seems like <laughs> in social media now, it's like, you got to do it. Right. And if you don't do it, you're, like, blowing right. and, it, basically. And, and the impact is so much bigger when, you, when you're able to kind of time these things together. Like everybody would right. want to have that perfect timing and it's never executed <laughs> always as the best. But yeah. the way that this BSR cable launched this, this park at the same time right. as this. So smart. Genius. Brilliant. Genius. I actually sent him a message and I said I would buy their whole PR team a beer. <laughs> I see good work. I do this kind of you're work. Like, yeah. And I'm like, like when 200 I see, strong, you're like, I see yeah, this good, I'm like, Yo, that was awesome. Yeah. What you guys just did was really good work, and yeah. someone needs to say thank you. Yeah. Good job. You're not going to win an award. You're probably not getting a raise, but this guy from Miami Beach might buy it. you a beer. Okay. <laughs> if you All let 200 him, of you. If you let him <laughs> come to your pool. Hopefully uh, hopefully, they're $2 beers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're getting some Shinerbach. <laughs> Milwaukee's what, beast. No, no. I'm going to keep it local. Okay. They're going to drink Shiner down there. They'll love it. Is that a local beer there? Yeah, I okay. love Shiner. Uh, but yeah, that's the whole thing. It's social media, and I know, like, look, you've got sponsors, right? Yeah. Do they who are, expect? Who, who are we sponsored by? We have. I'm sponsored by Quicksilver, Alta, Surf, um, Freak Traction, and Firewire Surfboards. That's not bad. So, it's like, not bad they, company to keep. Do no? they have like a, a mandate on you? Like, like hey, look, uh, Marley, you you gotta, X amount of you posts, do many and posts, you have to. You got to do this. You got to do that. Or do they give you guidelines or like? What do they I, expect of you? I know for Quicksilver, they definitely do. I mean, I know every every couple months, they have this, like, I don't even know, like a chart of how many followers you've gotten in the past three months, how many likes have you gotten, how many followers have, uh, how many people have unfollowed you, when was the last time you posted a photo. They have it. Like, my Analytics. team manager has that yep. in his email. Like, and I've seen it before, and it's crazy. I'm like, whoa, you guys, this is, like, big deal. Who's your team manager? Chad Wells. And uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's mandatory. We're supposed to post at least one surf photo a month. 
Oh, it's not so bad. No, but I post like I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's like wow. four um, times a week right. or something like that. At yeah, least, that's crazy. Because that, that almost sounds like so, for me, like in the, from the marketing side, I'm like, yeah, it's not hard at all. Are they crazy? Yeah, like, right. they should be yeah. if they're asking you to do anything. It's like once a month, dude. Like, dude, once a week, once a day. Yeah, like, yeah. I would have like a much higher expectation, but I mean, they're. Dude, there's That's people that make a living off Instagram. There's Absolutely, that make, and, 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 and that's what we're getting into. And, it, it's, and so it's funny weird. because somebody had mentioned a little while ago that I thought was interesting was that, listen, you know, growing up, you saw these little surf kids and stuff like that back in the day, and they were all little punks, you know, and like you went to little surf breaks at the inlet or anywhere else, and you know, they were like, yeah, man, man, man. and then you were just like, yeah, man, you know, and they were like little local pros, and you had that. Yeah, but like it seems like nowadays voice. with social media. <laughs> It's like all these locals, pros, or just pros in general, are the nicest people in the world. Because they have because, to be an ambassador. Right. They have to be an ambassador to the brand, and they want followers, and they yeah. want likes, people and they want like you to man. go ahead and do that. And it's so interesting to see that dynamic and that change <coughs> For sure. in surfing. I mean, have you seen that? Have you seen that? You know, I don't know if that's really true, because, you know, we've been, you and I have been talking about this for a little while, and yep. when you said it that way... There's always been, like, your bad boys of surfing. Sure. You know, like, started with Mickey Dora. Yeah, was like, the original. Uh, the cat. Um, who was surfing against him back then? Um, what's his name? Uh, Eddie Cabell. And, like, he was, like, the pretty boy, SoCal, wearing, like, the sweaters and k- keeping his hair nice. And then Mickey Dora is, like, going to kick your kick his board out at right. you, slash right. your tires, right. steal your, your mom's in, jewels, right. and, like, and you're like what? and and, ha- and like sleep with your sister. We you're almost like, have to what? have that dichotomy in surfing. You but know? so is that like is that like maybe kind of what's going on with social media? Is there like that same thing playing out where it's just like another avenue <laughs> for people to be expressive, and it's like the same thing. We just are like can see it easier now, or I mean I think that it gives social media gives you a platform. Yeah. You know where like. Before, as a pro surfer, what are you going to do? Nothing. Go surfing. I hope someone takes a picture of me. Yeah. I hope it makes it into a magazine. <clears throat> now, it's like, you are your own magazine. Yeah, you're, all, you're your own manager, in a way. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Do you feel like you have to produce content? Or does content come relatively easy? Uh, there got to a point where I didn't even want to surf if I didn't have a photographer. Wow. That's weird, huh? Yeah, or a filmer. Dude, because I felt like I wasn't... I, I felt like if I went out there and I did something cool or whatever, that wasn't captured or right. filmed it was like i did it for no reason and i feel like i was stuck that affect your surfing or i mean it's got to affect if something it, within you I mean, it affected my it definitely affected my my passion for right. the sport and wow. for the reason that why sucks, i started huh? doing it yeah i was kind of in a in a weird time where i was kind of like bummed and and like didn't want to surf right. or like was like angry and like dude i, I, I get it even as a yeah. surf shop owner you yeah. know coming out at 10 years and then being in the surf industry almost 20 years now like there were i hit a point that i was just like dude i was over surfing as well as being a surf shop owner and i'm supposed to sell yeah. the vibe i'm supposed wow. to sell the culture i'm supposed to sell all of it and i was just like i could care less yeah because i mean that's, nowadays that's, can't be good for business for either yeah. of you right no, and, but, no because it's something that you suppress yeah, yeah because at the end of the day it's like for me as a business owner i've got to gotta go do it sell the vibe yeah you gotta you know? and it, so you push through that I mean that, that's being a professional really right. like being able to be like oh it's not a hobby i gotta push through. knowing that it's a job yeah and then how how is that like a job yes yeah, that so, is your so, hobby so i've surfed since i was three years old learned here in south beach and then my dream was to always be Make it. be this professional right. surfer and to get paid to surf right. and you get there when it then. finally got there i was like like well i gotta like take this as like a job like this right. is this is I, i'm not like going right. having fun right. i'm like 
I need to make this heat or right. I need to, I need to get this shot in the magazine to make money or, you know, stuff like that. So it became more of like a Your everyday job. job. Right. And, and, and yeah, like I said, if they got to a point where if I didn't have a photographer to go shoot with me, I didn't want to go surf. Cause I felt like if I did something and it was, and I missed it or someone missed it, it was like pointless. Cause like nowadays, bum you out. yeah, like, bum me out because nowadays everyone has filmers, everyone has photographers and really that's how it is. Everybody does like majority. They always have someone kind of filming or taking yeah. photos, you know, especially the, I mean, guys. we've seen that influx here on the beach where we all of a sudden have way more photographers and filmers than yeah, we've ever but had it's before. Not like, I don't know any of the guys that travel with photographers. No, right. Okay. Well, I mean, but then again, you have somebody that says, listen, I'm a good photographer. I acknowledge that whatever. And, and then maybe it's the relationship that you build with the, with the surfer yeah. nonetheless. Where like, all of a sudden you're like, People have joked about up. it with yeah. me. They're like, where's all your photographers? I was like, those are all my friends and we work together on projects and yeah. stuff. And sometimes they come around because they want to go surfing too. Yeah. But it's like, they're not there to shoot me. And as a matter of fact, like, I get shit yeah. shots most of the time. And, and it they, sucks too. They're, like, shit, they're like shooting like beachscapes and like herons yeah. flying by and stuff. And, and it's just like it's, hanging out. It's, it's hard like for that. photographers too. You know, they don't really make a lot of money. Right. That's, and, we've been trying and, to help. And, you know, I see their side of it. Like right. when they're not getting paid to go right. shoot you and stuff. So it's, you kind of like, especially when you get your friend or someone to be like, all right, like let's go shoot. And they go sit in the beach for three hours to shoot you and you don't do anything or you don't get any shots right. or any, and you're like, right. damn it. Like, let me buy you lunch. Yeah. Oh, always, you know, always, always, always. So, <laughs> so it's, it's hard. It's, there's it's a not weird easy. relationship there that I think like, that's another thing we need to, that's something that's, if you can build a good relationship, like for example, Brad Domke, uh-huh. good friend of mine, uh, him and his foot filmer are best friends. They've been best friends for years. And right. that's, he, Brad that's told me, he's like, dude, that's, the most important thing right. is so that we've ha- built build this relationship, relationship. that yeah. nothing will, you know, make us get a break apart or whatever. And yeah, well, Taylor Steele did that kind of yeah. right. You know, well, with the, the momentum crew. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, so <laughs> that's really interesting. Like how, how does that influence, like, do you wake up in the morning? You're like, Oh, I got to get a social media post out because like, I know it'll make me more like marketable more valuable to my sponsor or maybe at certain points you're like hey i'm in puerto rico and i know that there's a swell come around so i got to make sure i'm out there as one of those people that are getting shots or i'm in hawaii yeah. and there's something going on in i mean hawaii is yeah, a proving it, ground i mean and there's so many yeah. people there that's got to be impo- like I, almost I, I think impossible. i think of it as a, like you got to entertain your your followers you know like you got to be People like to see what you're doing every day, right. you know, even if it's surfing stupid. or not. Surfing or not, just you you know, people you're want right. to know what your daily right. life is. Right. So it's kind of like a vlogging, I guess. Yeah. Do they have to do with that? Like any of your sponsors? With what? With like, I mean, that's what you're what you're what you just came up with is like a full time job yeah. that people at major brands are paid lots of money to figure out how to do. Right. And they're like, yeah, I mean, this, if you this look- guy that knows how to surf, he'll <clears> figure out how to do this. It just seems like a it seems like a weird responsibility to put on someone. It's like you're an athlete. You're naturally gifted at what you do. You yeah. train to do what you do. You've tr- doing it your whole life, and and then it's like, oh, by the way, um, in between doing all that stuff, if you could just figure out how to do marketing, yeah. um, that's what we're gonna pay you for. Thank you. Yeah. You're like <laughs> what? Because I was trying to surf. Like I'm trying to land this so, one trick, and you guys are like, no, you you need to learn to be on LinkedIn. So <laughs> I mean, but. Like what? Sponsored surfers. <laughs> you're you're either going in contests and you're getting your points to get to a certain point, or you are a traveling surfer. Yeah, and you're just which is kind of probably the hardest. You think traveling surfer harder? Being than a free surfer, I think, is way harder 
to to make it that way. Where are we? It, at? Where are you at? You're you're a traveling surfer. I guess because I don't right. really do. I haven't done contests in in a while. Because you don't want to. Uh. No, I, I I enjoy competitive surfing. I I have that competitive. Oh, yeah. oh, that's another fire thing inside of me. Time. But right. there's a lot of times where, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not a. Uh, what's the word? As aggressive. As no, aggro, no, as hungry, I'm just as... not a. Uh, damn, I, I just went blank. Um, I am not. He's not. I don't alien. believe in myself sometimes that I can uh, actually do it. You're too critical. Yeah, like I I. Question your myself big, a lot. Yeah, I, I, I'm my my biggest enemy in right. a way. And and surfing as much as it is the physical part of having that it's a great lot of talent. Oh, it's a lot so of mental. I'd say it's almost like seventy More percent mental. mental. Anything, yeah, yeah, easily. Like it's like you can get in your head and just turn yeah. your session off completely, yeah. or turn your session on. Yeah. You know, I always refer back to flying the champagne between <laughs> Kelly and Andy, and Kelly going and explaining his 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 battle with Andy constantly, and eventually what turned him into allowing him to move forward was literally shutting it off. He's like, all of a sudden, I just let it go, and I said, "Didn't care anymore." Right. Yep. That's something yeah. that I've tried to be, tried it's to hard. been trying right. to do for a while. Hard. And, and it's funny because I feel like it's like your subconscious. If you've got the skill and you've got the talent, if it's within you, if you don't think about it, you do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And for me, I find that if I chew gum, weird thing. If I chew gum, I don't think about surfing, and all of a sudden, I surf a lot better when I chew gum. Really? In the water, it's a oh. weird thing. You know, hey, it's but funny. That's, that's, that's I cool. chew gum, but that because I'm chewing gum. The chewing gum takes my mind away from other stuff, yeah. and I found that I've all of a sudden just like let whatever do. And then other times when you're surfing, you start thinking about it. You're like, oh, blah blah blah. You're talking to people because right, it's a social hours. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe you said that. I chew gum <laughs> in the lineup all the time. Miguel the other day looks at me because I was blowing bubbles, and he's like. <laughs> Is that, is that a new thing? Is like all the cool guys, they're going to like chew gum Screw in the lineup now? Bubbles, like and I was like, I, I don't, I guess that's kind of weird that I'm doing that. Right. I just never, but it's a, it's like a weird stress right. release for it, me. It, it's a way to take your brain away from Especially whatever you're doing. Especially if it's juicy doing. fruit. I it love just, juicy because fruit. Because surfing is just, you know, when I tell people about learning how to surf, what you're doing is you're, you're creating muscle memory. You're creating something that your your muscles yeah. just eventually figure it out, like whether it's that subtle shift on your body to go move down half an inch on your board because you're a little bit too far forward on it, yeah. or to move forward on your board so you can get into the wave and lean into it to catch it. You know, it's, it's, no, it's no, you're not even thinking about it. No, it's just, and then go try to stand up, switch. Right. And then your mind will not work. You'll be like, what just? What am? What, what am I doing? Dude, it's 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 like learning how to surf all over again. Right. It's yeah. the craziest thing. I've tried a few times, and I'm like. Bro, my mind, my body just doesn't let me do it. I started doing do, that recently. Do you want to do contests more? Uh, yeah, I, I want to. Do you get pressure from your sponsors? No, 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 no. My 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 sponsors don't really care what I do. I mean, they obviously care that right. I'm. Con right. you know, everyone's got to produce. Yeah, producing content and and you know, using my the money they give me to good use. You're an ambassador of every anyway. single one of the brands that you yes. work with. So yeah. they want you to go ahead and be the best ambassador <laughs> you can be. Of course. So, I I would love to compete and and hopefully one day get on that little role of getting points in every contest and traveling to all different contests and, right. you know, keep going. But it costs a lot of money, one. Yep. And you got to have to really believe in yourself that you, can, that you can do it. If you don't – I started thinking, like, if I'm going to go into a contest not thinking that I'm going to win it, I might, not, might as well not even do it. Yeah, you're right. So there, it got to a point where I was doing contests and – because my, my whole junior – Junior. I think Dane Reynolds was actually a lot like that. Sorry to interrupt you, but no, no. it seemed like that when he was entering contests, like it looked like he had the same attitude that you did. You're yeah. like, I could probably win this contest today, yeah. or maybe I'll surf like shit today. 
Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes I serve like shit. And, like, he wasn't, like, going into that click where you're just like, I am definitely going to win this contest. Yeah. And so you'd go surf at, like, a heat like that. And you'd, like, like, you could see flashes of brilliance. You'd be like, oh, my God. If he linked two of those turns together, like, there would be no contest. Like, yeah. he would kill it. But then he would just, like, wind up eating shit on the last, like, he's, like, because he wouldn't And then, like, come out of it laughing. Right, and you're like, <laughs> you're like, did you mean to uh, not win that heat? Because you yeah. could have by just doing like a conservative turn. And, and yeah. just like, and, but that yeah. could have been him just like releasing that energy of just like laughing because it's like, God, I'm such a kook, you know? And meanwhile, everyone else would be like, you're not a kook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's amazing to but see it's amazing Bruce how is critical. like that too. It's amazing how it's critical so everybody mental. is on it's themselves so and, and, and how mental it is. And, and some people are a little bit more critical than others. And, yeah. and that's that level where some people are just able to kind of let it go and just be like, yeah, whatever it is, what it is. And some people people are just like yeah I, no. feel like yeah I feel like whoever can can shut that pressure off and just enjoy it and have fun and believe that they can win or whatever really i think there's part of that yeah. and i think there's also sometimes it's like you got to psych up to the level where you just like i am going to take on any challenger right and you're almost like, manifesting right i manifesting will, your destiny. I will win right you know and like through these right. means and like all these other things and then there's other people it's like the power uh, of like production. Wilco. I feel Wilco like everyone has like, a different kind of kind yeah. of thing. Wilco seemed like he did so well because he was like, <laughs> "Wow, I can do it. I surf good. Yeah, he I surf it, really good. Yeah. He I'm like gonna, surprised himself. Where he's like, gonna, he's like, dude, I just won a contest. Right, I can win another one. Right, yeah. he won another one, and he's like, it, dude, it just I can win a world title. My jersey's gold. Yeah, I should keep going. Yeah, he just so happened to have a coach. Falls off the boat. You had a coach, you know. Yeah, yeah, that helped himself. But like, he started training, started taking it more seriously. But he didn't. I don't think he, he didn't seem like a guy that like turned that competitive edge on. Yeah. He just had natural talent that someone was like, you know, if you just, just like it up a little bit, not even that much, like you could still do weird stuff and still not really like train <laughs> hardcore, like Kelly and like, but if you trained a little bit, you'd be yeah. really good. Speaking like, of training, do you have a training regimen? No, I do not. And that's really bad. And I should, <laughs> and that's probably why I'm not as confident as I should be when I surf or do contests stuff like that, because I'm not. I feel like when people train a lot, it definitely helps them mentally. Like sure. they get right. mental, confidence. mental, yeah, yeah. Right. confidence mentally. And yeah, sure. He was like, oh wait, same, like, with, same, with, John John. same like with John John. When John John first got on tour, he right. wasn't. Yeah, he, he was. Train. He wasn't how everyone expected. Right. And he then when raw. he first got a trainer, right. and a coach, tightened him up. You could see in his surfing, it right. was like a whole different right. person. And but he, he still surfs like himself. Like that's yeah. What, that's yeah, but you could see he's just much stronger and just more. I don't a little know. bit more calculated than just being raw. Just energy. like like if he's free surfing, right? It's more of like a contest surfing now. Right, I feel like. Right, right. Yeah, he knows how to get points, and he'll log those points. He knows what to do. Yeah, so I feel like that's it's a lot of strategy and is mental. You, is that something you want at all? What? Uh, get yeah, to train a little bit more to yeah. get a little more focus because I mean that's fine that you don't. It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, listen, yeah. I just I love to surf and I just yeah. enjoy surfing and and, the, and a, my sponsors around me want me to just kind of enjoy but surfing. Even me as like a normal guy, just, I mean I'm not doing this for a career or anything, but I got a trip coming up. I'm like, all right, get in shape. Push-ups. <laughs> got to do push-ups. So I gotta do at least pool. ten. Yeah. yeah. At least, you know, like it was. Uh, my <laughs> regimen used to be three beers, fifteen push-ups. That was that was my surf trip ready. But yeah, I feel like I feel like training would definitely be something good for me because I get injured all the time. I'm freaking, oh, really? yeah, I have injuries like as we speak and Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, so I feel like that's always Actually that's something that I've been thinking about doing with Thank You Surfing, because I need a little motivation. I I don't wanna train. 
working dude, out sucks. Dude, I, I have, don't understand I have a gym. People. I have a gym at home. My dad's a personal trainer. I have literally the gym set up in the you garage. You have the most ultimate situation. Like I have like no excuse. Beast. I have no excuse. And I, and I'm just like, dude, I, I can't do it. I have I no motivation. No motivation. I, I get you. Well, you're well, still I, young. <laughs> you're a little it. bit older. But I get it because I'm, 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 I got shirt for three, four hours, or two hours, two sessions for two hours, and I don't want to go to the gym. I want to just lay on the couch and watch TV. And at the end of the day, if I get down, you don't need to go to the gym. No, but there's there's a lot of things that you're right. You should be working in yeah. addition to. Yeah, yeah I there's know. a lot of that's things. That's like, yeah. that's when like uh, pro surfing became being a pro athlete. Yeah, that's where it changed. Which exactly. is a totally different. Right. There's a there's a video. I mean, this this, this kind of segues a little bit into like wave pools because I wanted to kind of get your opinion on wave yeah. pools a little bit. And Can where, you have my whistle? Yes. <laughs> um, where right, so uh, let's, let's recap the last topic. And, uh, you know, just kind of somehow come into what is the consensus in social media and surfing? I mean, I think it has a As far big, as what, wave pools? No, just like in general. Like, this is the idea. Like, what's, what's happening? It, it seems to be influencing things. Yeah, surfing like, in general. I feel like social much, media has taken over. Yeah, I mean, it used things. to be like, I've got a lot of rules on thank you surfing. Like, we don't name spots. Like, if you see, like, this is Miami Beach. It's not where so Caleb is, is going to go ahead and bleep us out for a lot. It's not 22nd Street. It's not 24. You know, like things like that. Like, like and I know it's, I know don't it sounds, go there, bro. I know it sounds stupid because everyone can figure this out. They can go on WannaSurf. They can go on Surfline. You can download a map and buy it as a poster. All these things. But I mean, you've gotten like, some flack before, haven't you? Of course. But like, you just have to like leave some room for imagination. And I think the thing that social media is doing is like mass media, like surf magazines are going away. And so there used to be, like, rules that people would, like, kind of sort of pay attention to. Like, oh, my God. If we tell people this is Uluwatu, they're going to go there. If we tell, like, where Cloudbreak is, they're going to go there. Like, they yeah. keep it secret. Good luck with that. Pavonis. All these yeah. places. As a matter of fact, the <laughs> Pavonis episode. the regulator. The Pavonis episode not going. was the first time that uh, we talked about something with the name of a spot. And I was like... <sighs> I was having like a hard time. I don't panic. Like anybody is gonna know about Pavonis. It's like really. Yeah, and the only reason I could Pavonis. live with it was because it was the, in the be Guinness Book of World Records. It's in the Guinness Book of World Records. That's yes. the longest wave in the world. Was and then it was Chicama that replaced it. Yes. So I was like, all right, that's like in. Uh, but then before that, media. it was like Boca Barranca was the longest left. You're like, oh, Boca yeah. Barranca. Still, from what I hear, a very good wave. I wouldn't surf it anyway. No. Uh, but the, the whole idea is that like social media is crocodiles. changing. Fuck that. It, it goes from like being like the mass media to being the individual. And so it's like you, Marley, can be like, I just discovered the best wave in the world and I'm going to put it online, and like Skeleton Bay, for example. And one and, year from then. And Quicksilver is yeah. going to be like, thanks so much, Marley, because. We're sending our whole team there. We're gonna send, <laughs> yeah. And we're going to blow you up your post. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, did you mean to have that responsibility? Did you even know you had that responsibility? Did you know that was going to happen? Like, yeah. this happens <coughs> way faster. that bonus check comes in, you're like, ah. Yeah, so it does bring out different <laughs> motivations. Okay. So, like, is there a thing as sharing too much? I don't know. Like, I've got my own sort of feelings on it and my own rules. And, like, I try to do stuff like that with Thank You Surfing. Like, I try not to name spots. I try to, like, make it inclusive. So, like... If you want to come surfing, good, go surfing. But like, maybe not at the same spot as me because right. maybe you're not ready for right. it, or like, maybe you should wait your Listen, turn and, or and, and, and whatever. And since the dawn of time with surfing, I mean, it had been about the trip, 
right? It's about, it's about the journey. And along those lines, it's just letting everybody kind of explore their own journey and their own trip. And, and maybe not naming it allows for them to go ahead and be like, oh, let me explore that a little bit. Let me go ahead and Google Earth Costa Rica. And let me look at the coastline and say, oh, what might be good? And what have I heard was <laughs> good? Maybe I'll go this. Yeah. And, and that continues to be the. But like, I mean, granted, there's certain places like Pavones, as well as all the other places in like, and and that will have places that everybody knows already. God, everybody knows about them. That people are just gonna go. Listen, you can Google search it. I don't know what to tell you. People know about it. And at the end of the day, <laughs> but there are plenty of little honey holes around those outskirts. I'm that's not gonna tell you I where like. those are at. That's what I like. Because even here, that's the case. You're right. 37th Street, epic. <laughs> go there. I'm like, uh, do I know that one? No, nobody does. <laughs> Everyone you should go there. Yes. <laughs> Everyone go to Yes. Everyone. Haul over, take right. over. I think we did cover social media and surfing. 88th Street. Well enough. Sorry, Thanks for Walter. your perspective. As a pro surfer, as dealing with this like on the regular, like this is your job, I guess, now. Right. And, and I feel like social media has made such a huge influence within pro surfing where it's created that kind of line that says, hey, you want to be a team? I mean, it's not as easy to be part of a team now as it was 15 years ago. Yeah. I feel like 15 years ago when, when all the companies were doing phenomenal, like everybody was on a team, everybody was getting right. floated, a bunch of stuff, and everything was now easy and like whatever, and parties were epic and whatnot. Yeah. And now it's just like there's a lot of great career. talent out there, and it's like you want to be part of the team? Show me why. Yeah. Show me why. Yeah. I mean, and like you're with numbers. Quicksilver. That's not a small company. No. They've been around for a little bit. <laughs> You know, and, and at the end of the day, to be part of that team and Quicksilver's an alma mater of mine, I love them to death, <laughs> and I think it's killer. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, do, do you feel inner pressure to stay on the team? Yeah, see, that's something that's kind of been freaking me out a little bit this year because my contract ends uh, November 1st, and I've been with Quicksilver for four years now. Wow, four years? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's awesome. pretty good. Four years. Thank you. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've been... I feel like I've had a couple months slow and some months better than others with content and whatever, photos or magazines and whatnot. But I don't know, I just, the way the industry is, or the way surfing is developing so quickly with everyone surfing so good and there's new kids all the time right. and like, a lot so of, not a lot of people get money for it. If you couldn't be all a right. pro surfer. And we've seen so many pro surfers that are on the top of the level from, from CJ Hobgood to everybody else. What's next? What do you do? What do you, what, what I, do you, I don't what want, do you want to get asking that question when he's like 50. <laughs> no, because hopefully by 50, I'm already doing that. And I'm not in the same spot as I am right now. You have all these top like, pros. You have so many guys that have done so many great things. And naturally, you go from being on that pro level or whether you are doing contests or it's photo incentive, you're going to go and, and if you want to stay in the industry, if you want to be connected, what do you do? You obviously stay in the industry. I think work for the company. That's, that's, that's what I was I love surfing and I love the surf world and I would never, I mean, it's pretty much all I know. Right. Believe it or not. I have based my whole life off surfing. Yeah, that's so, true. And so, I feel like I've, I've made a lot of connections with people around the world. And Is there anything secretly they'd want to do with surfing as an entrepreneur that doesn't exist wow. maybe out there. This is like I know, I didn't give it to you. I didn't like give it to you to write down. I was just like, I was saving this. I was driving it. This is like 2020 level I know. I just, I just want to be able to have fun and just enjoy surfing again instead of like thinking, looking at it as like a job. Like I see Dylan Graves, for example. He's 
you, if you, I don't know if people follow him, but yes. if you do follow him and you see what he does, like he's having so much fun yes. everywhere he goes, yep. it, whether it's surfing in the Great Lakes or in a river, like he's having so much fun doing what he, he loves and, and he, I'm like, not like jealous, but like in an envious way, like, wow, right. like that's awesome. Like right. I want to something to do strive something for, like right? Because right. a lot of that is part his personality. Yeah, he's part part his heritage line. His, yep. his father's a legend. Yeah, um, and at the same time, and his skill level. So yeah, you know, all that surfer. kind of plays into it and stuff like that, and, and allows for a person nowadays to go ahead and say, "Well, if I want to go ahead and pursue this world of surfing yeah. as a yeah. lifestyle and as well as a place that I get for, work out of, what's working for who's working on it?" Right. Like, look at Mason. Mason, no, he freaking loves surfing these crazy waves that no one surfs. Right. And people say that he's the most. Uh, what is it? No, 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 the most in, uh, not interesting. Most interesting man in the world. No, no, no. Innovative. No, no, no. Influential. It's, no. Stop. Is there an I? <laughs> is there an I in here? Can I buy a vowel? <laughs> I, I don't know. Expert. No, no but I mean, Samsonite. Like, I was like, way off. He's a surfer that everyone wants to watch surf, like do these crazy things. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Like, but but, but like, a, I got to tell you, Jamie. O'Brien and kind of brought himself back up with his his vlogs. Yeah, vlogs. Vlogs. And for right now, Cole Rothman is doing his own vlogs. Is he? Yep. Every day or every once a week, he's posting something. It's called "This Is Living," and they're like, yeah, when you're out of Hawaii, yeah, Yeah, it's sick. They're partying in 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 town. Straight out of Hawaii, I think you go ahead and say that all the time. This is living. You're like, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Right now, they just they want a cloud break for this swell that's coming. Yep. And. But I think that's what's fantastic about what everyone's doing out there and, and <coughs> utilizing the social media platform and being able to like literally go direct to people yeah. and kind of just talk about things, we can, you know, like with us. I mean, we're just a couple knuckleheads just kind of doing no whatever. Idea what we're doing. All of us, we're just talking a little story and whether people kind of take something from it or not, it's up to them. And, and but that's what's great is that there's it's available. It, yeah. It's there. And it's made it so accessible to so right. many people. Right. It's great. I mean. God, to be able to have a like or a comment from somebody that you admire, whether it's in the surf world or somewhere else. Like, oh, are you kidding me? When freaking Chris Ward started following me, I was like the happiest you're like, you're I was like, like screenshotting it. You're yeah, sending I, it did, like, I did. I did. I, I screenshot and sent it to my dad, like my friend, like, bro, look, look, who started following me or like stuff like that. I don't know. I just, I, even though I surf with all these right. guys, I still like geek out. Like I'm like, and that, and that's cool. Well, like, that I, think platform, awesome. so. I think it's awesome. It's like, even cooler than like those guys, yeah. it's when like a little kid comes over and is like, "Hey, I, I watch your show and I learned a lot. I learned something." Yeah. And you're like, "Well, oh my god, what did you learn?" You're like, "Oh, about forecasting." <laughs> you're like, "Okay, good." <laughs> you know, so because, I gotta I gotta regulate my f bombs. Well, I mean that's the whole thing is like you can set an example for yeah. it could be like the little girl that wants to learn how to surf down right. the street, or it could be like your neighbor. It could be like, in my case, like I grew up on a block and like this super suburbia place in New York and guy across the street from me has been surfing the whole time. He's like in his mid sixties, as old as my parents. And like, I, I saw him leaving with longboards on the car one morning when I was there. I was like, mom, dad, like our neighbor serves. He's like, Oh yeah. We've seen him leave early in the morning. I should touch you in touch with them. And like, I went across the street and I was like, here's like some stickers and stuff. He's like, Oh, you've been, wait, you've been making surfboards across the street for me the whole time. You're like, these connections right. are out there right. uh, and like it happens now like <laughs> you can do this through social right. media and be like we yeah, can all connect you can all connect in weird weird ways all and over like, the world all over the world and like when like i said before the, when we started getting this going it was that uh, we got a lot of people that follow us from miami clearly you know 
But then Orlando, Jacksonville. And then I was like, York? Yeah, well, I'm from there. That kind of makes sense. And I'm like, Brazil? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Israel, China, Africa, Hawaii, there's Canada. People, there's people from there watching us? Everywhere. Wow. That's awesome. Actually, the only place <laughs> no one's watching us, and I saw it, like, very, uh, there's, like, a whole map of the United States with all the states with little bubbles on them. Illinois? It's like Oklahoma, uh, Kansas. I, I get it. We got nobody in the middle. We got nobody in the middle. They don't have, they don't have wave pools there. Yeah, not yet, but we should bring them out. Uh, that's, that's Segway King right there. Wave progression. Do. Uh, and wave pools. So, like, how is surfing going to progress now that we have wave pools? This is the topic. I feel like now, for example, people that live in Texas or places that don't have oceans or or Kansas or whatever, places that don't have oceans that people can practice surfing all the time, not going to be surprised in 10, 15 years, there's going to be a world champion. Right, but at the end of the day, like, you look at a bunch of skaters that come from the middle part of the country and that kill it and stuff like that. Like, if they have access to a pool where they're able to go ahead and apply some of those (laughs) skills onto a pool, they can go ahead and gravitate and get there. Granted, it's not the ocean. And when they get to the the ocean, ocean, they get that wake-up call. But that's fine. That's progression nonetheless. But at the end of the day, with pools, because you have haters on it nonetheless. Yeah, I I want to see a contest that's like... All right, so Mikey here grew up surfing in the ocean, uh, so he's going to be really good at picking waves. Joey over here, yeah. he grew up surfing in a pool, so we're going to look for him to boost huge airs and do rail slides, because there's rails in the lineup now, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but like, I feel like that's how it's going to go. It's like either you yeah, it's know... It's going to be two completely different right. But, uh, but as, as I explain to people, because you have haters, I'm like, look, wave pools are <laughs> in addition to, not in replacement of. Uh-huh. It's not as if it. it's like all of a sudden like, oh no, we're going to go ahead and forget about surfing in the ocean because now we have pools. Yeah. No. No. It's, it's, but, yeah. But, but at the end of the day, it's, for me, I think, as a, as a fan of surfing, um, as a student of it, 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 it's exciting to see because like people really hone in on these skills now. Like, right. so right now, before wave pools happened, right? Everybody was into nutritionists, all the top surfers are into nutritionists and somebody that's gonna help them work out and do whatever it is to be, to make their body the best that they can be for those conditions. Right. Yeah. Now you go ahead, and go ahead and time that with a wave pool that is gonna go ahead and give you the same kind of wave so you can go ahead and perform on those abilities and be able to go ahead and punt that air, do whatever. Get rid of all the cardio because you're just gonna float there But surfing in the ocean will never Never, die because there is that variable, (laughs) that variable called mother nature. That comes into it that says, I'm gonna do whatever the hell I wanna do. Yeah. I don't, and and I us don't as know. surfers, we have to go ahead and be like, I'm interested well, to see I'm how it goes. Do that. I've got three minutes left. Will a wave come to me? I need a 5.25, you know? Yeah. Whereas in a, wave, in a wave pool, it'd be like, 5.25, I know a wave's coming. Yeah. I've just gotta go ahead That's and what takes trust the away from within it, my skill. But it's still within skill, right? Yeah. Because like, you, we see your Michael Jordans, we see everybody else within whatever it is that they do. It's like, okay, well, we know that Tom Brady's got to go ahead and throw a, the ball into the end zone, and we know Gronk is over there and <laughs> stuff like that, and he's a big guy, so he everyone knows it. where it's going to. He may, but he may not. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's still that possibility. And For the sure. wave pools, I feel, right. like a little similar to that, where it's like, okay, we're going to give you, we're going to set the situation up. It's, it's going to be there. perfect. Everybody's watching you. Right. But there's still a pressure. Oh, man. And, and, they're still, and they're still executing the actual move and landing and putting it all together. Yeah. That's the part that's cool. That, right. That reminds me a lot of snowboarding. Caleb and I were talking um, before, and that's how snowboarding kind of progressed. It was like, 
wait, we can, like, do this stuff on a mountain? Holy cow, we can ride it. Like, that was, like, surfing starting. It was, like, we can do this stuff? And then slowly but surely, like, oh, we can be, like, competitive at doing it. Wait, we can make our own jumps? There doesn't have to be jumps on the mountain? We can make this thing from skateboarding called a half pipe out of snow? Rails. And rail? And then we, like, then the whole thing started to change. It's, like, we made up our own obstacle course for our own purposes to show off our skills. And that, I think, is where surfing is going to get to. They're right. going to be like, and we're and making I, our see, own place I see surfing for our own as, skills. like, with, again, I'll go back into a football reference. Like, you have your arena football versus regular football. I see I don't, wave pool kind of going that that's same like, round. No. You don't think like, so? Where all of a sudden you're going to have your own circuits that are specific to wave pools. And well, that have, part may You're going to have surfers that do regular yeah, 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 WSL, WQS. Uh, but in wave terms pool of like, tour? Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's going to be a wave pool tour. Oh, but wave gonna, pool tour. But you're going yeah, to see CTers and you're going to see QSers jumping on that just to be able to advance it. And I don't know if the points are going to cross over. That'd QS, be CT will be gone. But at the end of the day, you're going to see a lot of QSers and CTers jumping onto some of those just to be able to prove it because everybody's got a competitive ocean edge them. Competitive uh, ocean surfing end, will go the way of the dinosaur. Yeah. There's no reason to do it in the ocean anymore. Really? Really? Yeah. No. You know why? I, I, you know why? I can't see that I'm, ever happening. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I tell, it's going to happen really fast. And the reason is because of the uncertainty. It's really expensive and it's really hard to pull off. We've gotten way better at it. So like showing up live <laughs> in the channel at Chopes, hard, really hard. Knowing that there's going to be waves, even harder. Well, they're granted they're going at a certain time of the year that they expect that it's going to have a little bit more. Right, but you have waiting periods. Sure. Waiting periods are expensive. You have an entire like organization. So you think Corpo America is going to go ahead and cut costs to the course. point, worry about the bottom line to the point that they're going to go ahead and nix out? CT and QS contests on TV, and all of a sudden we're just going to be watching things in the pool. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to disagree. I hope surfing doesn't go to that. Get, it'll get, get listen. There. I, personally, I see it will be that way. Per, I mean, personally, I see it where be, it'll be in addition to. It's not going to be a replacement of. And they may do like specialty. They'll start doing specialty events in the ocean. As oh. opposed to the other way. No. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, please, uh, out there, anybody that. out in the real world, please listen to this. Allow for pools to happen. Look, you guys can have your I'm little I'm telling week. you, it's, that's the thing that's made it I've, so I've, hard I think to too, I think too much sponsorship dollars are coming from like your Home Depots and your Targets and your Tide. To do it in the ocean. That will, will, will sponsor all of it. That will be like, oh my God, this is mainstream. So, the, so, so they're going to subsidize our desire to sit <laughs> at Desert Point for two weeks with no waves, playing cards, waiting for something to happen. throw it out there. Desert Point's on the, on the QF. It's on the, oh, it's on the CT. <laughs> so there's a reason for that. <laughs> um, but I there's will also say that a reason. Along the lines what of, what I, waves have they know, taken off the tour? Huh? Moondaka. I know. Why? Lowers. Why? I know. All, all these places. I don't know why they took <laughs> like, logistically I would take Brazil out before I take lowers out. Any day. Look, logistically to run a contest is expensive. <laughs> You're like gonna negotiate with local government. Sure. You're gonna figure out. The no, forecast. this year there's gonna sure. be no more pipes. I, mean, I was gonna say that. There's no pipe this right. year. That's so crazy. That's bizarre. I, I, I. But that, but that you know is gonna that's, happen. That's operator Don't worry, because I've got a pool. That's no problem. Error. Highest bidder. No. Gonna crank, guaranteed. Yeah, but that's not the same, dude. Like I know bringing, the, bringing the title down to pipe was yeah. like something that yeah, everyone is it. looking for. I'm, I'm a purist, but I'm also a realist. I, and, and I can tell you right now that the, the <laughs> dollars will speak and 
surfing in the ocean in in the way that we know it competitively, we may have seen the peak. No! In the ocean. Like, you're not going to see live casts from He's the lying. middle of nowhere. Ladies and gentlemen, disregard this expensive. episode altogether. Unless forecasting gets Stop better. Stop right now. Which hit, I'm working just on, hit pause. by the way. Come back in about five minutes when we close. Just hit pause. Look, the only way to do it better is to have more information up front. So you want to... The restart. Do you know how much a restart costs the WSL? Like when they restart that. a heat? Yeah. yeah. I don't know this. I don't, do you know, I, you, I'm sure I don't you know. Have, I don't actually have a number. <laughs> David, I thought we were getting it. But think about it. You'd be like, okay, we're going live to broadcast. How much do you think it costs to broadcast per, per minute? minute. I don't a know. lot. Does it? You've got people on jet skis with freaking antennas, and it's being broadcast by a satellite back to an office, and then being broadcast out to all these different platforms. That's not cheap. You have all those people. You have, think about even having a jet ski on site. How much does that cost? You have a. I don't know, but I want the job. Are you guys hiring? Right. Yeah, I'll take but a jet ski. Is, I'll take a jet ski with that tennis. I will be a board caddy for anybody. And yeah, so I'll if you're, like, if you're looking at producing a, <laughs> an event like that, and you're like, okay, look, we're gonna take all of the chaos no, out of it, don't do all it. the surprise Stop. elements out of it. We're gonna try to keep Probably all the enthusiasm. Don't give them any ideas, dude. This is what they're selling to all the sponsors. This is why Michelob bit. This is why dude, CBS broadcast it because of these things. They realized that you took what was so unpredictable, you put it into a predictable setting. And you're like, if you can keep all the cool of surfing and all the allure of it, but subtract all the chaos, all the hard part, we'll broadcast it. It'll be like football. We know how to do this. We know how to monetize this. The problem is... That's scary. The problem is that we're not like that as surfers. I, I'm going to stand the, by the, that it's in addition to and not in replacement of. I'm the, sorry. The story of, the, the story of Amador being like, dude, I can't believe we got to take this ferry. Oh, we gotta fuck, we gotta walk all this thing. Wait, we can't ride the bike the last ten miles. Are you serious? And you're like, but I feel so like wait, so I, you're thinking grievances are going to go ahead and but I feel take like away. That, I feel like that's what makes it right. That, that much, sir, that much. Right. That, that's that's why, the essence. That's why surfing is you, great. After that's you why, go through all that and you get there and you do surf the most amazing way you've ever seen in your life, it's like wow, this was all worth it. Right. Or you could get skunked to be like, damn it, like that makes you a true. But surfer. it makes for a great story. Right? It does. And so that at that you, point, that is the essence beyond, of what surfing is. You're, you're either scoring or you're having a great story. I would rather go surf a wave that I, I, I don't know what's going to happen every wave than surf a wave pool for... That's going to be perfect. Every, that, I, that I know exactly what's going to happen every wave. It, you get bored. It's like... I get you. I got bored That's watching. why I like surfing South Beach. Like, the every wave, stuff was great, but I got bored I was watching. bored. I was bored. I know exactly when they're going to turn. Right. I know when they're going to get barreled. Like, Although that new wave at the BSR Cable Park looks is a cool. little I like it. I like it. I like and it. I'm thinking that eventually... I, wanna go, I would rather go there right. than Slater's yeah, Wave Pool. Easily. I so will agree with you on that. What you're saying is competition is going to go to the Wave Pool, but the free surfing, like making videos, that's staying in the ocean. How are you not? Well, like, I mean, yeah. if you're if you're trying to, cool I mean, if you're trying to impact people, if you're if we're all trying to create emotional content where people are, are, are all right. Are, so let me, let me just recap. Caleb coming in from off camera here, um, saying that competitive surfing will be in the pool, but all of the free <sighs> surfing. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. And photo options and. In like five years, no one's gonna care what you did in the pool. Uh huh. I can see I don't. That. I don't care a week later. Although said moon right, so this is this goes back. So this is where I go right back to snowboarding, and just like, holy cow, yes. someone did a 1080 in the park, and then it's like two years later, someone <laughs> does a 1080 off a cliff that, 
Yeah, and you're like, oh, <laughs> you guys are out like, of your mind. Yeah. Like, your progression, because now we build kickers. And we build kickers, like, in a formulaic way. We're like, oh, too much, too much kick on it, too much length on it. We know how to build We know how to, like, um, I feel like wave pools, wave pools will be, like, are made to, like, help right. progress. progress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like skateboarding. It's like skateboarding. It's like skateboarding. Like there's, that same, there's that same freaking quarter pipe right. all right. day long. Right. 365 days a year, you can go practice every day. But we still or, watch videos of guys free skating, right? That are right. just going off of ledges, that are going in the streets. But it's still like the and same. It's still the right. same setup, though. It doesn't move. Right. So, and I feel like a wave pool is the same thing, kind of same concept. There's going to be that air section every time. Right. right. You can try whatever air you want until you freaking get it dialed. Right. right. That's all. Awesome. And, and so that when you go to the real world, world and, if and, and you the get ocean, that section, that's that's what I feel like is the is the right. the fun part of of surfing in the ocean because when you do get that section and you do do what you wanted to do, it's like, wow, like mother nature gave me that opportunity right. to let, do it. Let and me I bring, did it. Let me bring you back to the layman, the guy that's fat, that doesn't surf all the time. That is not that like physically fit, that kind of whatever. Bring like I go on a surf trip, right? By day three, my muscles are fucking screaming. They're just like, <laughs> listen, they're all tightened up and they're just like, oh, so by the time day four comes around, as soon as I jump in the water, go ahead and paddle, that first stroke, I'm like, eh, I'm, back. I'm done. I feel like I just surfed all day, but I didn't. And it, and it takes a little bit. By day five, the lactic acids burn through. We've kind of created certain things yeah. going on. All of a sudden, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm into I'm it. I'm used guess to what, the pain now. Guess, guess what happens? On day six, you're already starting to pack up because you have to go back home. And all of a sudden, you're done. And, and this is the peril so of being get, a South Florida surfer. So and, but if you're going to go to a For somewhere where you're kind of creating a little bit of consistency, and you're going and you're, you're, you're able to open up your, your arms. You're able to go ahead and disengage your, your lower half from your do, upper half. Do an actual bottom turn? Right. Or you're able to kind of do a roundhouse and you're able to kind of practice on that where you're just like, oh, I got to drop my shoulder a little yeah, bit more. Yeah. Oh, I got to open my hips up a little bit, you know? All those different things. Getting reps, then all, muscle right, memory. Right, so that by the time you go into it, so that by day two into your trip, you're just like, boom, I'm dialed. Boom, I'm dialed. So that you're enjoying the whole trip nonetheless. Yeah. That, for me, is what I look forward to in, in, in wave pools. That I can yeah, go yeah. to it it's and I can practice. It's repetition. Like, that's, a, like that's, a gym. That's the cool part. Because yeah. You don't you get that all the time down here, no. you know, and to be able to kind of make those things happen. That's what I look forward to because that is the thing that I hate. And I hate spending a thousand dollars for a five to seven day trip. And all of a sudden I'm only really getting two quality days out of it. Oh, come on. You're in Costa Rica. It can't be that bad. No. <laughs> I'm not getting that much. Uh, except the pina coladas the And the monkeys and the macaws <laughs> and the really good coffee. Right. And, and yeah, the whole and I'm watching WSL surf. Yeah, it's know, not that bad. Like, I'm not here. getting that oh, much right. out you're of right. me. On that side. I'm, a, I'm enjoying so my bad. life too much. But <laughs> now again, that, I think, yeah. I think, but that's where I think pools kind of fill the void for a lot of your everyday surfer is that saying, hey, I get a little more consistency. Hey, well, that's what we're maybe I get for. a little more help. You get and, but, as, but, as, but as surfboard companies, here's your opportunity to create the, uh, the, the ability for people to try your product out before they have to go anywhere. So now oh, you have demos. So now you have do this and this. Yeah, and now, now you're, you're able to, But now you're able to take people from farm to table, right? Somebody that doesn't know how to surf, you're able to go ahead and tell them about all the etiquette that's involved this that is nobody called, gets. This is called ski mountains. Right. This is exactly what's occurred. Right. But, but that's the thing that we never had from before. And it's one of the things I that know, we've, it's crazy. we've drawn on our books. And stuff like that since we were a kid. We figured out how to make snow. We finally got it there. Just not waves. It right. took us like no time to figure out how to make snow. 
Yeah. We've been making snow for a long yeah. time. Making waves was hard. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> waves. That's the water. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the idea that it's coming now is like Listen, and, I, and I, think for, I think for the next 10 years, it's a space race that comes within wave pools. It's exciting. I think industry has another opportunity to go ahead and come back. I yeah, think Target, want to sponsor me? Target, come on in. Um, I think has an opportunity to go ahead and find a right. space in the market. So does Home Depot. I like nails. Just saying. I still don't think wave pool surfing is going to be more exciting than pipe agree. surfing. I agree. Never. I agree. I, I mean, I don't know if it's because I've experienced. Nope. I, I don't know. Well, here's, an, here's another thing. So I agree with you to a certain extent because yeah. the whole nature side of it, like, yeah, like the unpredictability yeah, yeah, right. side. Knowing that yeah. those guys are out there and that in any second they can die. Right. But here's what I said. Or that within the three minutes that are left, you need a, a wave and all of a sudden the thing looks kind of flying. You're like, is one going to happen? Yeah. Well, I think and it does come. And is he right. going to make it? Right. And then he makes it, and the crowd goes wild. That's excitement. That's excitement. Not like, not like, oh, that section is going to be there for him waiting. And it's really about skill and ability and whether or not he's going to go ahead and land that. I mean, I. But that does make it competitively equal. Equally, that's a big thing. But I, fuck, I don't know, dude. Listen, look at the people that are on tour right now. For the first time ever, I mean, like you could say last year as well, but. Every year, it seems like the talent gets so good yeah, there's more that it, on any every given year. Sunday. On <laughs> That's any, why. <laughs> any given Sunday. Damn, those Brazilians. More Brazilians on tour uh, this year than oh, in the history. Yeah, I, yeah. Felt, I feel like there's like... Brazilians on tour. Right. 11, I'm half Brazilian, of, so I, I, I go for them. Toto Bang. I love them out of the water. <laughs> yeah, they're great people out of the water. <laughs> I love them behind the grill. Yeah. yeah they're, they're good awesome. there, too. Yeah. 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 Not so much DJing, though. Not on, on the Brazilian DJ. Toto is not bang, no. you know, but, <laughs> but nonetheless, listen, uh, coming back to, back to the wave <laughs> pools, I think that the level of surfing is going to go up like crazy. Yes. For sure. Yes. I think there's going to be a and big I, difference. I, and I think that's them. the exciting part is you get to see people that might do it or that do do it in the open right. ocean that are able to go ahead and practice their, their craft. Yeah. Right. And then you have people that might come out of the fucking blue. Right, that people like your Rick Kanes, they're coming out of Arizona, that are just like Rick Kane from Arizona. That you might get that. You'd be like Joe Schmo from Kansas City. All of a sudden, he's a great skater. He's got great because people have natural great abilities yeah. naturally. And yeah. at the Someone end of the day, all they need, all they need is a platform or a facility to be able to do it. And we see it happen. But all of a sudden, they get into the ocean. They're like, Oh my God, what am I doing? Oh my God, I'm there's freaking a freaking out. shark. Right. Oh my, oh my God, there's reef right in front of me. Yes. Am I going to die right now? Yes. And all of a sudden, that skill that made him the top of that This ocean that tastes game, salty. Right. Why is it not? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I can't see. I can't do this. Normally the water man is chlorinated. just like, oh, that's cool. You yeah, know? like, oh, oh, you grew up in a pool. Yeah, I'm from Iowa. You're like, wow. Is that their accent? I don't know. Right. That was the best Iowan <laughs> accent I can do. Sorry. It, uh, no one watches from Iowa anyway, as far as my Google <laughs> Analytics shows. So. Uh, good but, stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be fun. I, I think that it's just like uh, snowboard parks. It's just like when we just made it closer to what we would want, if we could imagine it in our dreams. Like, oh, we can build a kicker? <gasps> we can do that? <laughs> you know, it's like we, we can have a lift. We don't have to walk up. We don't have to paddle out. Like Again, all those I things. I refer back to those drawings that we had as kids and you draw in that perfect school, wave yeah, yeah, yeah. and you draw that perfect wave on your thing. And then all of a sudden you see everything that was given to you in the way of a wave 
uh, artificial wave, and then all of a sudden, Typhoon Lagoon, it was, a uh, uh, for us down here, was, an, uh, it was right, a big it was deal. A joke, it was, but it was an epitome of it. It was. A, uh, fun. Right. Super but, and fun wave. You, you would see stuff of, like, DNIGS and and wherever it was in the east, and you would do these big airs, and you're just like, oh, that's potential. And you're like, oh, I wish they would make that perfect wave. And all of a sudden, the perfect wave comes. And all of a sudden, there's so many haters. So many haters would be like, eh, 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 and you're like, easy, killer. Easy. It's never going to replace surfing. It's in addition to, not in replacement of. It's like those people that are like, oh, they're making a new Star Wars movie. It's like, well, I, I'm probably going to show up and get a ticket. But, I mean, you don't have to not get in line. I don't, I don't know why you're right. mad. There's, that it, there's another Star Wars right. movie coming out. Don't go see it. Right. Like what the show. Want? You like it or you don't like it. You can either watch it or you don't. Yep. Oh, but if you're watching it, I know you like it. That must be it. <laughs> I think wrap us up. Yes. Bradley. Uh, Marley. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you this guys is, for inviting awesome me. awesome to have you guys. Stoked. Uh, come on the show. Yeah, yeah. Talk about what you've been talking about. Learning about <laughs> being a pro surfer. Being a young guy growing up here in South Beach. Hearing what's going on in Puerto Rico. We have no idea, really. That's the first time we've talked about all that stuff here. Um, Things are a lot times. better, though. A lot better. Yeah. Everyone has power. Everyone's, you know, almost. But I, I would say still, it's pretty much back to normal. Still, like, try to spend the money there. That's that's the idea. As much as they can. We want to go yeah. down. Go down to Puerto Rico. Spend, spend much money. money. Yeah, go. Especially in the summer. It's nice. Yeah, Good. Actually, Good snorkeling. Cheap tickets. Um, yeah, <laughs> super cheap. Super cheap. I hear uh, <laughs> there's cheap tickets in Nicaragua. Too. Yeah, I was oh, trying yeah, to so go. I was trying to go. Really? Yeah, I found tickets for, like, Less than 250. There you go. Round trip. Things are about to get normal. Yeah, I was actually oh, going to buy my ticket to go, but then I yeah, didn't get my boards. Right. I didn't get my boards. That right. was that was uh, the reason why I'm not going to Nicaragua. Yeah. But Fire but then I found out that yeah, that uh, the whole civil war thing war. about to go off. And like within <laughs> another week, they've got an ultimatum on homie yeah. that says, "Look, if you're not going to leave, more peaceful <laughs> protests." To get back into it, we were talking about it last week. More peaceful protests this week. I saw a friend of mine is from Nicaragua. His dad is down there. And been posting, and they've been doing some protesting. Um, so I hope they keep it peaceful. Things are they, peaceful hope, so I far. Or I mean, this is something we're on, monitoring. So yeah. I mean, not part of the topics today. We'll, but we'll chime in next week yeah, on we how that's going. Uh, Marley, again, thanks for joining us. Caleb, thanks for all the AV work. You get, you're killing it, dude. The man, always. Uh, I'm Brad from Thank You Surfing. Chris, first surf shop. We're checking out from South Beach, Miami. We'll catch you next week.